Okay, and welcome back to another episode of Yet Another Bullshit Podcast. This is Jeremy here, as always, with Dalton. How you been this week, Dalton? Man, I've been hurting and tired, but I'm all right. I'm all right. I know that feeling. I fucking, it's like I hit 30 and my body's just like, oh, all right, third decade. Say goodbye to your knees and back, sir. I mean, like cavemen and shit died in their 30s maybe there's a reason for that like maybe we shouldn't be living past 30 yeah it's like all of a sudden they'd hit like 32 and throw their back out get eaten by a saber tooth it's just like that's the way of <laughs> that's the way that is this is the way oh man but that other than that man not much not much uh i did this week um in my spare time i, I played a little game called inscription have you heard of it oh yeah have you seen this have you heard about this <laughs> No, I haven't heard this one. Uh, it's uh, it's like a, it's like a deck builder type game. But as you play, it's like things aren't as they seem, and then and then it kind of reveals itself to be a horror game. Uh. and like as I, and you're just playing cards like against this creepy thing with creepy eyes sitting across from you, and it's like uh, it's not like solitaire or any types of those kind kind of card games. It's more like uh, it almost reminds me of like Magic the Gathering in a way. Because you have your cards that you could play for free, but then you have your cards that cost blood, so you have to kill some of your cards to get their blood to then drop that more powerful card. And then you, you also, later on, you get bones from cards, and you sometimes cards have bone cost. It's, you know, it's just like that. You have to, It's almost like mana, in a way. Um, but I, I sat there for like one night and played for like three or four hours and ended up beating the uh, what I thought was the entire game. And I was wrong because then all of a sudden it just went through some crazy shit. And now I'm in quote unquote act two and everything looks different. It went from like this 3D card game thing to now it's like a, it looks like a Super Nintendo game. It's the weirdest fucking thing. It's super cool though. So I'll report back when I finally beat it. But I'm really enjoying it right now. It's good. I always like those, uh, games shows uh, a good show for example like black mirror like i really like things right. that'll fuck with your brain like uh psychological oh, yeah. horror so cerebral make you fucking think type stuff i really enjoy oh yeah, I enjoy yeah you probably like uh you probably like death stranding then because it's not really horror but it's that kind of the whole game you're like what the fuck is happening there's horror elements to it but then like at the end once you watch that final like hour and forty five minute long cutscene, you're like, "Oh shit!" So that's what was going on the whole time, and everything makes sense all of a sudden. Well, it's funny you mentioned Death Stranding because I loaded that up a couple months ago because I have it on Steam, and I started playing it for like the first hour or so, uh, long enough to be like, "Holy shit, this game looks incredible!" Right? Oh, yeah. uh, and just like maybe a week ago, the director's cut came out. Yeah, which adds, uh, I think what is it the nvidia dlss and all that stuff support oh yeah and i'm like oh bro and it and because i own death stranding the upgrade for that version is ten dollars and i'm like i might have to snag that son (laughs) i almost went out bought the director's cut on ps5 when it came out and i was like you know what i can just do the ten dollar upgrade and i was like wait a minute let me put this in and see if i'm gonna play enough of it again to justify buying this I put it in, I played for like five or ten minutes, had no fucking clue what was going on, couldn't remember where I was. I was like, yeah, <laughs> no, I'll hold off on this for now. <laughs> yeah, I, I had it. I had the upgrade in my cart, but then I ended up uh, swapping it out for like a some other game. I don't remember what it was. It might have been like some Euro Truck Simulator DLC or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, what you been up to this week, man? 
Uh, I'm tired as fuck today. Um, the F1 race this weekend was in Australia, which for those who don't know is 11 to 12 hours ahead of us. I, I don't know if our daylight saving times affects that or not. Um, so yeah, like qualifying was at 2 a.m. on Saturday and the race was at 1 a.m. this morning. So of course I stayed up to watch them. Um, but other than that, um, I got sick like Tuesday night and I dealt with that most of the, uh, most of the week. That'll actually lead into one of our topics later on <coughs> about being a best, a best by bathroom. <laughs> but, um, I actually got some good news today. I got hit with a, uh, pretty hefty tax, uh, word that I can't remember bill. Yeah. And was able to go through and like add some interest payments I had made through the year and stuff and get that cut in half. So that's helped out quite a bit. Dude, that is always fucking nice. Like any ways that you can cut taxes down. Oh yeah. Fucking tremendous. <laughs> if you can cut them with an ax, do fucking do it. Absolutely. Um, I wouldn't mind taxes if the money was actually going to bettering people's lives instead of killing brown people for oil or whatever the else we're trying to yes, sir. trying to force our way into in the rest of the world. Um, I'm very close to the end of Horizon Forbidden West, so I'll have to report back on that once I finish the main story. You were telling me how pretty that game is. And oh, I can it's imagine. absolutely gorgeous, yeah. Because the first um, game was beautiful. And I don't have the best 4k tv the tvs we have uh i've had for a while they don't have hdr or anything on them so i really want to upgrade them but i just don't have the money to buy the kind of upgrade i want and people who are listening i have to tell you as a technophile because the box says 4k does not mean the tv is good 4k is a buzzword right now all 4k is is the number of pixel pixels on the screen at a given time and that $400 70-inch TV from Walmart is fucking garbage. Don't go buy that $400 70-inch TV from Walmart because it says 4K on the box. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know how much it would matter for TV and stuff, but I know like on computer monitors, even if you get a 4K monitor, you don't want it to run 30 megahertz. You know what I mean? You exactly. you want it to be 164 megahertz and 4K, and that's going to yep. cost you a little bit more. Yeah, you want a high refresh rate. You want a high knit rate. I do at least because I love uh, really bright, vivid colors. Yeah. That's why I love Samsung because Samsung consistently has the highest knit rate across the board. And that knit rate is basically how bright it is. Um, So, yeah, Samsung's always look really good because the colors just really pop on them because they're so bright. Um, yeah. The only thing you run into with that a lot of times is sometimes you'll get bloom. Like if you have a light source on a really dark background, it's going to kind of bloom out of it a little bit. Yeah. But, I mean, to get get away from that, you go with something like an OLED where each individual pixel is lit. Then you run into issues of screen burn. And we've kind of gotten to a point where there's not really a perfect technology. Every technology you pick up has some kind of flaw with it. Yeah, we we do. We have a nice 4K TV in the uh, the living room that my grandpa had bought and gave to us. But it started this thing where, like, in the very middle of the screen, it looked like something just hit it, and I don't know what it would have been. You know what I mean? Uh, But it's like this little white 
C looking thing almost that's kind of just oh, in yeah. the screen. And now f- from that point, it has spread across the entirety of the middle of the screen like a book fold. There's just this dark, uh, just darkened pixels. And I'm like, oh man, that it's eventually going to fucking just be blank there, I'm sure. <laughs> oh yeah. It yep. sucks. Yeah, like, I looked at it. I was at that that same Best Buy, and uh, Samsung has an 8K TV. I think it's like the Q90A. And 8K, me and you have talked about, I believe, is bullshit. There's no need for it. There probably never actually will be. But 65-inch 8K TV, so with 8K, you're getting, you know, the high dynamic, uh, you know, the HDR. You're getting high net rates. You're getting the smart AI that works with the pictures and colors and lighting and all that. So I'm like, okay, cool. Cause it was only two grand. I'm like two grand for an 8k TV is pretty fucking great right now. But I was like, Oh, I don't, I don't have two grand. I got a tax bill due. Let me just skip this for now. But like sitting there looking at it, I'm like, Jesus Christ. It's like, Oh, put it on your best buy card. And it's like $80 a month for two years. And you're fine. I'm like, yeah, no, I just got to leave this fucking store. <laughs> Man, the uh, the 8K thing, it makes me think of this time I heard Kevin Smith tell this story that he did it like, I think it was an interview with Stan Lee and they recorded it and it was like a long hour, two hour type session, right? And he uh, he said that he asked them when it would be coming out and they said, oh, we don't know. And he was like, what do you, what do you mean? And he goes, well, we filmed this in 12K. Oh, yeah. And he's like, so what we're wanting is eventually when we get the technology for it to work properly, we want this to be like a VR experience where people can sit in the room with you and Stan Lee and listen to y'all's conversation. Oh, nice. And I'm like, fuck, that'd be cool. But I probably won't be alive when that motherfucker comes out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> although, although technology has come a very far away since its inception. So, oh, yeah. yeah, or at least, uh, you know, computers and things like that. So, it, it, you know, it could be, it could be in our lifetime. What's funny is uh, 4K is uh, 2160p. Yep. It's 2160 progressive lines of images of pixels across the screen at any given time. Um, 3D televisions, when they first came out, were, you know, because 1080p was what you had back then. Yeah. But to create a 3D image, you had to put two consecutive images on the screen slightly skewed from each other. So they were actually running 2160 on those TVs, but they were using it for two signals instead of one. So you had two 1080p signals instead of one. So then, like, I actually bought a HDMI cable, and yes, quality HDMI cables matter. Oh, fuck yeah, they do. You don't need a $200 HDMI cable. That's capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> but don't buy the, don't buy the fucking $6 HDMI cable from Walmart either. Yeah. Gee, I tell people all the time because I have people always ask me about this because I'm super into this kind of technology. Go on Google. Say you need an HDMI cable for your 4K TV with HDR and your PS5. Say, hey, Google, show me the best HDMI cables for 4K gaming in April of 2022. Go to somewhere like CNET or somewhere like that that's going to do reviews of several of these cables and they're going to not only tell you this is the best one if you had don't have a budget this is the best one if you only have 50 bucks to spend 
this is a shitty one you should avoid. Yeah, like I, I and, always appreciate when they break it down like that. Oh yeah, and then like it's good to t- go to those people because it's their job to know this stuff, and they're going to explain to you not only why this fifty dollar HDMI cable is the best, like they're going to explain it to you in depth. Yeah, why why you need this cable and why you should avoid this twenty dollar cable and this two hundred dollar cable because like dude, Best Buy is the worst for being like, oh yeah, you need an HDMI cable to to do this four K video. We got this one over here; it's one hundred and thirty bucks, but oh, it's the best in the market. The the HDMI tips on it are gold plated and yada yada. It's like yeah, that gold plating is so fucking thin. You could probably rub it off with your fingers if you try hard enough. It's like I'm, yeah, I'm good at rubbing things off. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, they try to get you with all these fancy buzzwords. It's like, don't take their, their word for it. Go and look it up yourself. Don't go to Best Buy and ask a blue shirt, what TV should I buy? Cause he's going to sell you the one that the manager has a bonus on if it gets sold. He's yep. not going to sell you the one that's going to be best for you. It's like, really, if you want a good quality TV, you need to look up how big your room is, how far you sit away from it, what your viewing angle is. You know, do you have windows behind your couch that are going to reflect on the television? If you do, you need something like a Samsung that has a higher nit rating because you need that brightness to overcome that natural light. Like, it's, I, I mean, I know I'm sounding like a crazy person, but. No, it all makes sense to me. This shit's very important to me, and this is how you get the best picture quality the best experience when you're watching tv you're watching movies you're playing video games because we've reached a point in time where this shit matters like it can make a difference in your in your experience and the quality of your experience dude i remember like around the first time i saw like a a real 4k tv going oh yeah it was in walmart all right and it was like a 900 dollars television so again it probably wasn't one of the higher end like you're talking about, you know, it's just a Walmart oh, yeah. TV, but it was playing the Hobbit. And I just happened oh, yeah. to be standing there and watching when it was this scene where they were doing like this long pan of this river. And I remember looking at it like, holy fuck, that water looks so crystal clear. And then it showed the people. And this is something I still have problems with. And I watch 4k sometimes is that shit is so clear. It looks like I'm watching, uh, like soap opera. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know how to explain I'm- it. <laughs> I had an ex-girlfriend who would say that she hated the 4K TVs because she was like, oh, it looks like a soap opera. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but okay. I don't know how to explain it, man. I really don't. I mean, like just- Nobody could explain it, but they're like, yeah, it looks like a soap opera. It has this weird like image to it. My ex-wife would say when I first got the first 4K TV I got, she was kind of like, eh, I don't know why you spent $2,500 on a TV. It was like the Samsung curved LED, like fucking gorgeous TV. And she's like, I don't know why you spent all that money. It's just a fucking TV. It's not going to be any different. I'm like, whatever. She goes in the bedroom. Me and my stepdad are out there hooking it up. I hook it up to my 4K Blu-ray player I bought, you know, like nice quality cables hook up and all. Turn it on. I turn on the Avengers. She comes out of the bedroom in the living room and she's like, holy shit. I was like, what? She's like, it looks like it's just a fucking window. It's like, this shit looks like it's happening outside. And I was like, that's what I was telling you. She's like, okay, maybe I was wrong. This TV is fucking awesome. The only thing I hate, and I'm sure you, you might have noticed this because you're kind of into this stuff too. Your eyes adjust to it. So that first time you see that 4K crystal clear image, 
it will never look better than it looks that one time. Yeah. Because it will, you're slowly will start getting used to it and then it's just normal for you. Then you don't realize it until you go try to like play 360 on a CRT TV and you're like, God damn, how <laughs> did we live like this? <laughs> yeah. My, my PC monitor is 1440p, uh, 2K and, yeah at first it was like holy shit like this is so cool oh yeah and now it's just like if the game doesn't if my computer won't run at a 2k i'm just like oh god damn it whereas when i first got this i was just happy that any game would run in 2k (laughs) dude my work computer is a fucking potato and uh i watch youtube on it in my downtime and stuff and i'll load a video up and it'll start out in like two in like 480p and i'm like god damn that looks so bad I'll turn it up to like 720 because that's about the highest that piece of shit can run without just stopping every half a second. And 720 is not bad for like a, it's like a 28 inch, 30 inch widescreen monitor. Um, so it's not bad on that. But yeah, sometimes it'll kick down to 240 and I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, how do we live watching shit? Like, like <laughs> I understand why everybody over the age of 30 wears glasses now because they do we're fucking straining to see what the fuck oh, was dude. on the TV. Go uh, shameless plug on YouTube. If you type in Dalton Suter, I will come up. <laughs> and uh, if you go back and see some of my, because I started on YouTube in 2010. 2011 doing music stuff so like i've been on there since almost the beginning it might have even been like 2009 some of those early videos that i put up bro are 240 360 you know what i mean like they're grainy as fuck but it's because that was what i had at the time it was this little camera that i was using and then i would take it and the 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 little logitech webcam that like clipped on the monitor the crt monitor this was even more janky than that so i had Oh. my mom had a like a camera camera that she could take pictures with but it also oh, did yeah. recording so i would set it up and hit record and then it would record me and then i could plug it into my computer with a with a cable and then i could pull um the videos off of it so that was how i did oh, that yeah. back in the day um it's it was fun. like a like a one megapixel recording <laughs> yeah it was whew, man like blurry in retrospect oh, yeah. <laughs> um it's funny you mentioned the uh the quality on youtube though i got so annoyed with that that every video that would start would start in four uh like uh 460 or whatever 480 yeah 480 yeah. and i went on google in google uh the chrome extension web store thingy that they have yeah. uh i found an extension that auto plays youtube videos at whatever the quality that you set it or the highest available oh so, nice so i set that shit at 1440 so it's like any video that starts now starts at 1080 because usually that's the highest that's on there yeah. sometimes you get the videos where they'll be 4k or whatever but oh yeah but my monitor one has like co- a oh good one of the coolest ones i forget the ch- guy's channel but he does the slow motion videos yeah and he film he films in 4k and man some of that shit looks really cool in 4k the uh Oh, I forgot what I was about to say. Oh, it doesn't <laughs> matter. I I really just the there's a huge difference in a YouTube video watch, even in the sound quality. If oh, it's yeah. at a low, you know, a low standard, it's just like, man, even this this sounds grainy. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. I don't know how to explain. And I wonder if that's like a a psychosomatic thing where you're seeing a shitty picture quality and your brain is compensating by making a shitty audio quality to match. I don't know. Oh, that would like be interesting. I, that I don't know how YouTube's actual 
mechanicals work. So maybe it downgrades the audio output as well, but I know your brain does weird shit like that too. So <laughs> who knows? Very much. Um, so brother, we've been doing this a month, man. It's what's the, the oh, one yeah. month of Yab's pod. The one month was yesterday. Uh, is that the one month of the first episode coming out? I think it was either that or the one month of us creating the Facebook group. One of the two. Uh, one of the two. Either way, we've been here for a month. This is uh, the sixth episode, so Woo. six weeks. Yeah, man. And uh, you uh, you set us up a Twitter account today, which we'll, well, we'll plug again yes, later at do. the end. But if you want to go ahead and yes, plug we it are, now. We are officially on Twitter. We are at YASPOD. Y-A-S-P-O-D, or Y-A-B-S-P-O-D. I don't know what that other one is. It's probably something <laughs> gross there. Um, we are also both personally on Twitter, if you want to add us on there, at uh, Just Call Me Jezza and at Super Nerd Dalton. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll be, I mean, it'll be the same kind of post we make on the Facebook group, but if you're not on Facebook, you're on Twitter, find us there. Yeah, come give us you a know, send us Send us pictures of your butthole, your <laughs> yeah. favorite recipes whatever you want to do that's allowed on twitter apparently um another thing too is like yeah speaking of like i think i told you about the rabbit hole i fell into friday like scrolling (laughs) scrolling twitter absentmindedly and like some post from some chick that's like there's some trend going around now about like people getting canceled so her post was like we're canceling people for titties today so show me them titties basically and like I'm like, okay, cool. This is some chick posting it, so I click it and just start scrolling, dude. And there's just like breast galore. Just I'm talking about like <laughs> hundreds of girls posting both cleavage and just full out nude pictures of their breasts. And I was like, man, like the world sucks most of the time, but every now and then you get that little that little pinhole in the black sheet. You get that little bit of shimmer of hope. It's like, yeah, dude. Let's just have like naked twitter naked twitter <laughs> would be the best oh there is there is already naked twitter bro if you if you search hard enough you can find all kinds of naked no stuff I, just, on twitter. I just wanted to be an app like oh. i just wanted to be the <laughs> fucking bird on the the face of my phone just like a big old set of jugs hanging off of it and just fucking naked twitter no like you you post pictures of yourself in clothes block <laughs> do it three times banned like, you know everybody's naked here with swinging dicks and big old tits Dude, there's there's got to be a, a swingers social network some or not swingers. Oh, I'm sorry, it's, nudist it's social network. Somewhere. I'm sure. Like, I mean, there's uh, farmersonly.com. There has to be yeah, a fucking social network for Christ, swingers. Christian Mingle. Uh, find the freakiest <laughs> people on Christian Mingle. I bet, dude. They're the ones that are like, yeah, fuck me in the butt with a crucifix. It's like, yes, yeah. I will. I'll I'll apologize to Jesus on Sunday. <laughs> That makes me think of that uh that meme I saw where it was like a church sign said shouting "Oh God!" in bed on Sunday doesn't constitute going to church. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, also, like something I wanted to bring up too is like one of the best ways uh, for the show to grow is for people to share the show. And I know Absolutely. that we're not the most family friendly show so obviously you, know, you can't share us with your grandma and i mean unless you want to fuck that share us with your grandma tell her to send me pictures of her butthole on twitter <laughs> at just call me jezza <laughs> i want to see grandma's butthole yeah grady um 
but yeah please uh by all means share the show uh tell your friends about it that is the the best way that we can spread spread about i've been meaning to bring that up on both my podcasts and have been forgetting so yeah Yeah, definitely share us everywhere you're at um we even may or may not have some some giveaways kind of lined up for when we get to a certain amount of listeners and stuff so yeah free shit tell your friends yeah it might be literal shit i don't know (laughs) All right, we just sent you send you a box of poo. Yeah, we'll, we'll, plenty of that this week. We'll spell your name in it. Okay, let's go there, man. Let's hear your. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we'll go. We'll go to the Best Buy story. Speaking of shit, so yeah, I took a uh, took my kid to the pool on Monday because he was out of school. My store is closed, and while this pool was nice. Had a few issues with it. It was 12 bucks for the two of us to get in, so that's hard to argue with. Um, the pool surface, like the walls and shit were concrete. They were really rough. Like, I've got scrapes on my fucking knuckles and legs and stuff from trying to swim. I'm six foot four. I'm trying to swim in three and a half feet of water with a seven year old. <laughs> like, we leave there and I think we caught a bug or something because we both got sick Tuesday night throwing up just the works. So I get up Wednesday, I stay home, keep him home. He's a kid, so he's fine by then. He's running around being crazy. I'm an old-ass man. I'm 36. I'm out of shape. Like, So it kicked my ass for a few days. Wednesday, I feel like shit all day. Thursday, feel like shit. Like My stomach is all like swollen and distended, soft, like tender to the touch and sore as hell. Like, what the fuck? So I go to bed that night, get up Friday morning, it's worse. I'm like, what the hell is going on? What so did I, I take do? My kid, I take my kid to school. He's got field day that day. So I'm like, I'm going to open my store late. I'm going to hang out, pick him up from noon when his field day is over, bring him back to the store with me. So I drop him off. I go down the street, go in Target. And like I get to the point in Target where I'm like, it hurts to fucking walk around. Like I'm like, dude, I just stop. And I'm like, God damn, this is so bad. It subsides. I leave, go to Best Buy. I'm looking around Best Buy, looking at video games and TVs and all the shit I can't afford. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Kind of got to take a shit. I'm like, oh, maybe that'll help the stomach thing. So, dude, I go in Best Buy and proceed to just drop some, like, Resident Evil level biohazard shit into this Best Buy. Like... Literally, it's one of those, like, as it's coming out, I'm just fucking jacking the handle on the toilet. Like, you just keep the water flowing, bitch. And, uh, of course, like, somebody came in. I didn't hear any noises from them, but they did leave, so it didn't kill them. But, like, yeah, needless to say, I felt a little better after that. So, And that gave me an idea for an interesting topic. So, Dalton, I've got another one. What are some of your best taking a shit stories? <laughs> all right um come on dog and compose yourself we're professionals here i i uh i have a couple um so first and foremost i commend you for just being like i'm gonna go shit in a public bathroom because i don't do that i can't do that dude i talked to one of my buddies about this this morning i used to be that way to the point that i'll tell another story i was like 13 we went to bush gardens in virginia right Mm-hmm. I was petrified of public bathrooms for some reason. I think it's just a teenage boy thing. You don't want to get your genitals or butthole out around yeah. grown men you don't know. That's very smart. If any 13-year-olds are listening, <laughs> yeah. don't take your genitals out around strange men you don't know. But, like, 
we get to Bush Gardens and I got to take a shit. As you know, when you go to a theme park, there's no such thing as a bathroom with nobody in it. So I go in the bathroom. Yeah, oh there's God. guys everywhere. I'm like, I can't go in the stall. They'll know it's me shitting in there. Good <laughs> logic. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, these people don't get know who I am or give a fuck about me, but I'm, I'm going to know that they know that I'm in there taking a shit. So yeah. <laughs> hold it the whole fucking day. We're there at the park, like almost open to close. Oh my God. Leave and we stop at my grandparents' house, like halfway of the trip. Go to the bathroom, try to take a shit. Of course, nothing's happening. Oh, I've no. never been constipated before, so I don't know what the fuck's going on. All I know is like my guts hurt, my ass hurts, but I can't get anything to come out. So I just like, kind of deal with it. We get home, try again, still nothing. <laughs> and uh, so I'm sitting there like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, you don't want to tell your parents about this shit. It's fucking embarrassing. Finally, I break down, tell my mom, like, look, I needed to poop all day and I couldn't. And now I can't like nothing will come out. And of course, she's fucking this is absolutely normal. There's no reason to be all freaked out. I'm sitting there thinking, like, I fucked my asshole up. It's never going to work again. <laughs> <laughs> like, So, you know, of course, I get some fucking laxatives, get a fucking day's worth of shit out and problem solved. But, yeah. So needless to say, I used to be like you now. I really don't give a fuck. Like, I'll go in there and be like, y'all might want to leave now. So, because <laughs> I'm about that, to fuck this bathroom up. <laughs> that was your arrow to the knee then. I used to be More an adventurer less. like you. <laughs> I yeah, I used to, to be an adventurer knee. like you until <laughs> I clogged my asshole up. <laughs> um, so, Jesus Christ. Um, the one, the first one that jumps to my mind is that uh, a buddy of mine in one of the discords I'm in had. Uh, thought he had to fart and shit his pants and I always fun I laughed at him for it of course I'm gonna laugh at anybody who shits their pants unless they're like you know dying or sick or something but if it's somebody who's just like oh I'm gonna rip a fart and then they just like accidentally shit their pants yeah I'm gonna laugh at you um that was a conscious decision and you made the wrong one (laughs) exactly so he says uh I'm not I'll remember this but next time that it happens to you I won't laugh or make fun of you and I was like all right, dude, not two weeks later, not even two weeks fucking later, I'm laying in bed, kind of sick, not feeling great, feel the fart come on, fart, oh. and I'm like, something doesn't feel right, and you know how, like, I'm a bigger dude, so, like, I'm fat, I got a big butt cheeks, so oh, I'm yeah. like, I can kind of, like, just kind of, like, move around a little bit, and I'm like, oh, god damn it, so I have to go in the bathroom, I ended up throwing those underwear away. Yeah, no, I could have washed them, but I didn't. I was like, no, I'm just gonna throw these away. Fuck that. Um, and I, I made sure I went and posted in the Discord. I tagged him and I said, "Man, Grim, it happened." I didn't even say what. I just said, "Well, it happened." <laughs> it happened. I said, "Reset the counter," and he writes back, "Sure as shit." He just goes, "Man, I am so sorry to hear that." And I was like, "Oh, this motherfucker's <laughs> not gonna laugh at me. That makes it so much worse." Grim, I'm giving you the opportunity to make fun of me, and he didn't take it. <laughs> I was like, oh, God damn it. Don't be a better person in this situation. Come on. Oh. <laughs> but, yeah, um, there's that. That um, reminds me of, like, two more stories of mine I can tell to you. I, uh, there's also just been the times that I've been in public and had, like, I, I finally got over it at work. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, when I would be at work and I really had to go, it's like, ah. Uh, at least I know that these bathrooms are clean because I know the people who clean them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, 
but I remember I got in trouble one day because I went into the bathroom at work and I ended up being in there for like an hour. Oh, yeah. It was just one of those, you know what I'm saying? And yep. it, it just never ended. And I came back and they were like, dude, we were calling for you to get carts and all this kind of stuff, which I was in produce in Winn-Dixie. Like, why the fuck were they calling me to get carts? It's because I was bitch, yep. I was bitch boy because I wasn't in the meat yep. department. Oh, we're in the meat department. We're not going out there to get the fuck carts because we play with our meat all day. <laughs> <laughs> The guy who ran the meat department over there was like a cool dude because he didn't bullshit you. You'd yeah. be like, how you doing today, man? He'd go, fucking terrible, and just walk in. And he'd be like, I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, what the fuck? That's the, that's the place I worked. I think I told this story last week, but I could be wrong. Um, I might have just told it in you know, talking with you. But my fucking boss looked at me when I walked in the day, and he just goes, damn, you're ugly, but Jesus loves you, <laughs> so I love you. And I was like... <laughs> Who the fuck says that? But yeah, anyway. Um Yeah, I could rant about fucking working in a grocery store all goddamn day. But yeah, dude, no, right. it's just like sometimes those hit you that like Oh yeah. It's just like you're in there for a long fucking time. And I'd really have to like think to come up with like a particular story. Um I could tell you uh a semi related um I don't, I wanna say roller coaster story, but I'm trying to think of that theme park. A theme park story. Theme park story, yeah. So Kids, I do not condone doing drugs. Okay? And kids, if you're listening to this, go tell your parents they're fucking terrible. Anyway. <laughs> um, I, we, me and my buddy Danny uh, and this uh, his girl Veronica and this girl named Crystal all got these for working with uh, Harvey's at the time, which was another supermarket chain down here, yeah. um, which I think actually got bought out by Winn-Dixie. It, doesn't that doesn't matter that's trivial um basically we got a free trip to wild adventures in valdosta oh nice so we were like fuck yeah let's go so veronica drove crystal sitting up front me and danny are in the back seat danny's got like eight percocets (laughs) he takes two i take two we're riding we get like 20 minutes away from the place Kids, again, I don't condone drug use. Danny crushes up two Percocets, cuts a bunch of lines of it. Me and him blow those fucking lines. Just like, we are fucking riding. Like, we are high as fuck, right? Going into this theme park, we're walking around. We're checking out the animals that they have at the little the little animal area. It's all good and everything. We're riding some rides. Then we get on this one fucking ride. And they talked me into it, and I will never forget it. If I could go back and punch this ride fucking <laughs> guy in the face, I would. They get on like the equivalent of the teacups, right? You got to spin the thing. I don't do well with spinning when I'm not on four painkillers, right? And they get on there and they're like, all right, let's go. And the the guy for the fucking ride, they tell him, hey, get our friend on here. He doesn't want to come on here with us, but get him on here. The dude goes, got you. Turns around to me. And I, I learned all of this afterwards. I'm just sitting there minding my own business, enjoying my buzz, watching the day go by, watching people. Because I don't know if you've ever been that fucked up around that many people, but dude, faces are hilarious. Anyway, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> the ride director comes over and looks at me and goes, hey, man, they need a fourth or they can't ride. And I went, fuck. All right, I'll take one for the team, right? And he goes, you're a good man. And he gets in there and he shuts the thing and he looks and he looks up at me and he goes, by the way, I lied to you. <laughs> And turned around and walked out. <laughs> and they start they started laughing. He was laughing and I was like, You motherfuckers. So I spent the entire ride trying not to throw up. 
We get off the ride. I immediately get out. I look at the dude, the ride vendor. I don't even, or I'm sorry, I don't even look at him. I just throw a finger up in his direction, <laughs> middle <laughs> finger, and walk by. And I am like speed walking to the point that I'm almost running to find a bathroom because at this point, oh. I am throwing up in my mouth and then swallowing it so I don't throw up oh. out in, I don't want to throw up in public. Again, what do uh, I care that these thousands of people who don't know who I am? But again, yep. I still have that in my head. They, they're going to know I'm pooping. So yep. I run into the bathroom, dude. I, I get into the stall. I managed to get the seat up and then just, I didn't even lean down, just and just oh. soaked this fucking toilet, dude. I made it all in, but the uh, the rim, I had to clean up when I was done. I was respectful. I didn't leave that shit for somebody oh. else, but bro, it was the most violent spew I have had in a long time because you already, like, I don't know, you know, your experience with painkillers, but so, like they will make you nauseous if you haven't eaten anything. Oh yeah. And we had not eaten anything. I think I had a fucking uh, what are they called? A churro when I first got there. Like that—that that was about it. So when I come out of that bathroom, I felt sick as fuck the rest of the day. But once I got some food in me, it wasn't so bad, you know. But home, fucking a, bro. But did that stop us from going out to the car and re-upping our buzz about an hour and a half later? Not at all. <laughs> uh, so. Another fun uh, theme park story that didn't happen to me. Um, I was with an ex-girlfriend we were dating at the time. We were in uh, Sandusky, Ohio. We went to Indiana for her best friend's wedding. We decided to go to Cedar Point uh, Amusement Park afterwards. They met us there. We're all hanging out. My favorite ride at theme parks is the big Whitewater Rapids ride where like eight or 12 people sit on the thing. It goes through waterfalls and all that shit. Nobody wanted to ride it. Then we don't want to get wet, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, fuck all of y'all. Needless to say. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to ask, is this like kind of like a Splash Mountain equivalent? No, yeah. it's a no. big round thing. Most theme parks has like a big round inner tube with like seats oh, in the okay. middle all the way around. Okay. It's yeah, like yeah, Raging yeah. River or whatever. It's like a... Like a lazy river on crack, no, yeah. basically. As soon as you said the raft thing, I'm like, oh, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Okay. So, like, nobody wanted to ride it. Well, then, lucky for me, a fucking monumental rainstorm hit. So, everybody's fucking soaked already. So, I'm like, hey, we're all wet. Let's go ride this fucking ride. I want to ride it. They're like, okay, cool. So, we go get on it. And, we, like, as we're walking towards it, because it's kind of out of the way, these four, like, teenagers, I'll say... Four, like, you know, these little skinny dudes wearing just bathing suits. They go past us. We see them, like, going down the way to get to it. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. We go, and I see one of them coming back past us. Like, I wonder what that was about. It's not, not like it's a scary ride or anything. So we get in line, and, of course, there's, like, you know, torrential rainfall. Everybody had left. There weren't that many people. We get put on the raft with his buddies. And I was like, hey, can I ask y'all a question? And they were like, what's up? I was like, your buddy... Why did he run away from the ride? Why didn't he ride it with you? And they all start laughing. And I'm like, what's up? They're like, oh, he tried to fart and shit himself. And I'm like, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? And they were like, no, nah, dude, he shit his pants. I was like, do me a favor. Never, ever, ever let him live that down. They're like, oh, we won't. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> fuck him. He shit his pants in public. And he's like 17, 18 years old, probably. Like, oh yeah, no, don't God. let him live that down. Dude, that's um, tremendous. <laughs> so, last shit story, unless you have something. Um, the one the one that led to it, to this whole topic being created. Been a 
10 years or better ago, um, my dad had a heart attack. So me and the girl I'm dating at the time are laying in bed. Both our phones ring at the same time. I get that ominous, like, what the fuck? Grab my phone. My brother's like, oh, dad had a heart attack. We're headed to the hospital. So I throw some clothes on and shit, rush to the hospital. He's fine. He had like, he had a stint put in or whatever. He ends up being fine. So my brother has IBS. After everything's settled down, we're both like, you know, we got to take a shit. So I'm like, come on, let's go find a bathroom. So we go find one of those bathrooms where it's like two stalls, two urinals, small bathroom, couple of sinks on the other side. We go occupy both stalls and just start fucking like IBS shit in the fucking place. Like you can see the shit cloud just like filling the bathroom. <laughs> like it was horrible. Yeah. So we're exactly sitting there, we're talking, we're talking about how bad it stinks and all that shit. We hear the door open. So we're both like, shh. We're sitting there. We hear the door. We hear a guy come in. Like, you know, hear his feet tapping across. We hear him go, and, like fucking start heaving. And then I like, hear his feet really fast over to the urinal, whips his dick out, starts peeing. And like the whole time he's pissing, he's just like, <laughs> and like doesn't flush the urinal, doesn't wash his hands or anything. Just like fucking runs out of the bathroom when he's done. Soon as we hear the door close, we just start fucking like doubled over laughing. And I'm like, what if that was a doctor or something? Like that motherfucker didn't even wash his hands after he pissed and stuff so bad. He just took off. That's fucking tremendous. I was like, yeah, dude, whenever you can, whenever you can tag team a fucking bathroom like that, it's fucking glorious. Dude, okay. I, I have two little stories, uh, that I can add here on the end and then we'll move on from poo. Um, we said it was bullshit. That's true. The shit parts here today. That's true. Um, and they're both grocery store stories. So there was one time I was in Winn Dixie and I was going to the bathroom and there was somebody in the other stall and I don't know who it was, but by the way, he, reacted i assume it was one of the black guys that i worked with <laughs> because me and him are in this like i'm in the handicap i always went in the handicap stall because i'm oh yeah, you gotta have that room to stretch I, I need the room for my legs yeah and uh the other stall was taken by this this presumed person yeah and this other guy comes walking into the bathroom and goes god damn y'all made it stink in here and before, like, and that embarrassed me because I'm like, oh man, because I, I was wiping. I was pretty much done. I was ready to come out of the stall, but right. not now. And the dude in the other stall went, man, mind your motherfucking business. <laughs> and, and, oh. and I started laughing so goddamn hard that it gave away that I was in the stall. Like, I was, I was laughing my fucking ass off, dude. Just mind your motherfucking business. Oh, it was fucking fantastic. And, uh, yeah, I still ended up sitting in there another like five minutes. Wait, wait, wait until both of them were gone, and then I oh, yeah. snuck out real quick. Uh, the other story was when I worked, and I'm still buddies with him. So Kenny, if you ever hear this, shout out to you, buddy. You're a good dude. Um, when I worked at Harvey's, Kenny, I worked with Kenny. Kenny used to always get in trouble because Kenny is a very talkative, personable person. Like. Oh, yeah. If he's helping out a customer, he'll help them get something off the shelf and he'll start a conversation with them and he'll walk around with them while they shop and just talk to them. Oh, yeah. Like he's one of those kinds of guys. And uh, sometimes he doesn't realize what he's doing. So I'm talking to him and I'm like blocking dairy, which people don't know what that is. It's just pulling product forward to make it look nice. You know? <laughs> I thought you meant you were actually blocking the dairy aisle talking to him. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like I'm blocking dairy. Like I'm making it look good. And I have, I have, to, I have to take shit. 
And uh, at this point, I was comfortable going in this place because I'd worked there for like two years. Uh-huh. So Kenny's talking to me and he's following me. And I go over to the bathroom and I go to the water fountain and I get some water and he's still talking to me and I'm talking to him and I go into the bathroom and he follows me into the bathroom. And I'm like still talking to him and stuff and then I go into the stall and I shut the stall and I sit down on the toilet and he's still talking to me. <laughs> and I talked to him for a couple minutes and then I went, Kenny. And he went, yeah, man. And I went, dude, I'm not gonna be able to take a shit with you standing here talking to me. And he went, oh, oh, oh God, I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, all right, later, man. We'll talk later. <laughs> So when I cut, when I finished up, come out of the bathroom, we go wash my hands, all that. Come out of the bathroom, he's standing by Derry waiting for me. We continue the conversation, but I was just like, <laughs> "Nice." That motherfucker would have stood there and talked to me while I took a shit, and I just don't know how I feel about that. You know, what I'm it's like, come on, Kenny, if you want to talk, you got to sit in this stall next to me, confessional style. <laughs> it's like my brother and his uh, one of his ex girlfriends, and I'm sure he might do this with his wife now. Um, he's like they used to have this thing where like if one of them was taking a shit and the other one needed to ask them something, they'd just go in the bathroom and ask them while they were taking oh, a shit yeah. and stand there and talk about what they're going to have for dinner. Dude, I lock the door. I'm If I'm home alone, I lock the bathroom door when I go in there to take shit. I don't want to fucking see anybody while I'm taking a shit. I don't want to see God while I'm taking a shit. Like, if an angel came down to give me some prophetic thing that is going to make my life better i would tell him to wait five minutes to let me finish taking shit and then i'll talk to him it's like that's that's me time see i don't i don't i don't have that benefit because i have a woman and a seven-year-old in a house with one bathroom so i'll be like sitting on the toilet waiting and they're just sitting there talking and i'll just be like your turn hit the water they're like oh that's gross i'm like then get the fuck out of here that's why yeah. i'm in here <laughs> Yeah, it's like, what do you think? Like, I'm give not me just, 15 minutes and we can talk about this shit. I'm not just sitting here because I want a hemorrhoid. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm really tired of feeling my leg, so I'm just going to sit here for 20 minutes. Yeah. Oh, and let me tell you, uh, I don't know if skinny guys deal with this, but being a fat man, uh, you sit on the toilet long enough and your dick goes to sleep. Uh, when that feeling <laughs> comes back, if, you, if you've ever thought that coming for like three minutes would be awesome, it's fucking not. Because, like, that's what it feels like. It just feels like you're busting enough for, like, five minutes while the feeling is coming. That feeling you get in your legs, imagine that getting that in your dick. It's awful. It's absolutely I say, awful. I have to say I've never had my dick fall asleep on the toilet. Bro, it's the worst. I've lost a leg, but I've never had the dick go. It's the worst. It It's terrible. Like, like I said, you get that feeling in your leg, imagine that in your dick and balls. It's awful. Oh, yeah. Bro, absolutely awful. <laughs> uh, I can imagine. But... To revert away from the poo talk to uh, things that make poo, we got a meme. I don't know if it was today or yesterday in the Facebook group that... Uh, yeah, I think it was yesterday, but I, the days just blend together. Yeah, I feel you there. Dude, you have it noted, and I agree, how fucking great are donuts? Shout out to Jeff. Yeah, donuts are fucking amazing. Um, it sucks because like, I'm on this diet and exercise regime, so I don't really need to be eating them. But like, I mean... It's one of those situations where what's the point of living if you're not enjoying life? Like, you yeah. have one here and there. Okay. Like, I tell people all the time, like, abs are overrated. It's like, having abs is a lifestyle I'm not comfortable with. People who have abs will cheat on you 100% of the time. Abs are overrated. Get a pudgy dude. We ain't going to cheat on you because don't nobody else want us. You know like, what's, you know what's funny about we're that? We're fucking warm in the wintertime. When I used to lift weights and stuff, like I was still fat, but I could flex in the mirror and you could see oh, yeah. my abs under my belly. Like I don't know how to explain it, but like they were there. They were just covered. Oh, yeah. 
it was it always cracked me up um but it, it the donut meme r- reminded me of i know i think we talked about bruce bruce last week he's got another bit oh, yeah. where he talks about going into krispy kreme and he's like they wonder why we stay fat he goes then i go in krispy kreme and like yeah let me get a dozen she's like well you know you can add another dozen nah i bet that's a lot of money it's just a quarter quit playing yeah yeah, yeah. Throw them motherfuckers in there. Throw, you, you better, you better give me them motherfuckers for a quarter. <laughs> yep. I, dude, I will put away some donuts. I will eat donuts till I'm sick, dude. Dude, when I was working at the plant, it was bad because like all the mechanics love donuts. So you know, every now and then, guy go get like a couple dozen from Krispy Kreme. Mm, and dude, I could best. eat like I could eat like six or eight donuts back to back, and. Of course, it hits me later, and that's extremely unhealthy. Kids, please don't eat six to eight donuts at a time. One is more than you should have. But, uh, yeah, like, I eat them, and then, like, dude, the way I eat, the fact that I don't weigh 500 pounds blows my fucking mind, dude. Um, I must have somewhat decent metabolism. (laughs) I've I've cut out a lot of sweets and stuff, you know what I mean? I'm still fat, but, I mean, that'll, that'll hopefully come off some with time but still no. i can't i cannot deny donuts like i have never looked at a donut and been like no thank you never no. not one time in my entire fucking life have i turned down a donut i think it's more like you see the hot white on it crispy cream and you're like get the fuck out of here devil you just yeah. press the accelerator down on your car just drive past it super fast and i i'm like i'm weird i don't you know like there's a difference there's like real donuts and then there's cake donuts Oh, I, do yeah. not, I do not consider cake donuts donuts. Those are cake rings to me. Like they're not dough. Does that, that make sense? If, the, if, if, yeah. if, if cake donuts are donuts, then cake is bread. And I've had that, couple, yeah. I've had that fucking argument with people. I'm like, cake is just sweet bread. They're like, no, it's not. And I'm like, it kind of is. But, but uh, anyway, getting, I'm getting off topic into another rant completely, but dude, give me a Boston cream donut any day of the fucking week or the like i like a regular glazed but when i worked at the gas station i developed a love for like a donut that would normally have glaze on it but they just dip it in sugar and it's just a sugar covered donut fuck those are good dude have you ever or do you like blueberry muffins i adore blueberry Blueberry, stuff like that next time you go to Krispy Kreme, they have blueberry cake donuts there get one and try it it is fucking amazing it's oh, like heck. it's like if you mix a Krispy Kreme donut with a blueberry muffin mm, dude that sounds like, like dude muffins are also up on top like way up there on my sweets deliciousness list guy I used to work with about muffins he would come to work with the bottom half of a muffin and some one day somebody asked him I was over like just eavesdropping basically she's like why are you bringing just the bottom half of the muffin apparently his daughter likes the top half of the muffin and that's it but he literally lets her cut the top half off and eat that and then he eats the butt of the muffin so that like she's not wasting it or getting in trouble for wasting it and it's like that is the love a father has for his daughter that's an entire seinfeld episode too where yeah. elaine really Only likes muffin the muffin tops, tops. Yeah. yeah, and they're like they're trying to give the stumps away to the homeless people they're like you think we're animals yeah. trying to feed us the stumps yep <laughs> I love muffin tops, both kinds. Oh, yes. I ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of muffin top. <laughs> yeah, man. Donuts are wonderful. Shout out to Jeff for that meme because they reminded, oh, yeah. it reminded me how much I fucking love donuts. Um, speaking of Jeff, 
I wanted to tell this quick thing. He cracks me up, man. Like he's guested on our podcast on uh, over on the Steam Machine podcast a few times. And when he did Phasmophobia with us, uh, for those of you who don't know, Phasmophobia is a horror game. Uh, it's like a you are ghost hunters and you have to go and try to find the ghost in these houses or you know, where, wherever the location you choose. And we're all kind of doing our thing, trying to get the ghost to show up. And all of a sudden, from like the other side of the house, me, Nate, and Willie just hear Jeff go, it's got an axe! Ah! And then just cuts off. <laughs> and then we start hearing his character do the whole like, <laughs> like it's dying thing. And we were just like, well, Jeff's dead. <laughs> and that's just become like a joke in the community now is Jeff just yelling. He's got an ax. Oh, my God. Ah! It's tremendous. <laughs> Absolutely tremendous. Um, one thing that we're, we're thinking about doing um, is trying to come up with a topic. And we'll probably do this next week so we can have a week to kind of hash out the idea. Um, but we want to come up with like a topic that, uh, the listeners, like if you want to write in and tell us one of your stories, dude, and have it read on the, uh, on the show, we'd love to do that. In fact, uh, we, we joked about it and we might as well fucking do it. If you've got a good shit story, why not share it on the Facebook page if you're comfortable with that? Um, and maybe we'll read it out on, on the air, or if you're not comfortable with that, uh, send, send us an email at yet another BS pod at gmail.com. And I will keep you anonymous, but I will still tell your story. Yeah, make sure you tell us in the email, I want to be anonymous. If not, we'll probably read your name out like an asshole. Yeah, just Um, let us know. (laughs) I'll even go so far as this week saying, hey, got any interesting stories you want us to read out on the podcast? Put them in the Facebook group, Twitter, send us an email. Maybe we'll read it out next week. Yeah, doesn't have to be about anything It's a free-for-all. Just tell us whatever crazy story you have, and we'll... Look into it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Have you ever sent pictures of your butthole to a ghost? Tell us about it. I bet it's fun. <laughs> um, so you have one written here before we uh, pop over into some community questions. Um, what industry do you want to close and never come back? Yeah, I think we had talked about that um, a couple weeks ago and just never put it into the show. Um, honestly, for me, fucking cryptocurrency and nfts like i'll be so glad when that shit is fucking gone it's not currency it's fucking digital trinkets that you dumbasses are trading back and forth for completely arbitrary numbers like cryptocurrency i'm still a hundred percent under the belief that cryptocurrency whichever one pick one you want to pick there is somebody in charge of it and when they need a little extra cash flow they start driving the price of it up and make people invest in it and then as soon as they have the money they want it goes back down because then they keep that extra money you sell you get a little bit of your money back and they go buy a lamborghini or a yacht or some stupid shit that you're never going to have because you're waiting for cryptocurrency to buy it for you yeah they call them the whales yeah nfts i'm not even talking about whales i think it's just fucking the man behind the curtain Ah, he's just pulling the fucking strings because he needs a little bit extra money whales do that that's something that they do in the stock market as well i think it's manipulation i think it should be illegal personally but rich people around the country so what are you going to do nfts are even worse because nfts have absolutely no reason to exist but there is a handful of people out there that will argue till they're blue in the face that nfts have a reason to exist they don't artists don't want them artists don't give a shit about them like the only artists who do care about them is because they think they can take a 
a piece of art they sell at a convention for $50 and sell it to you as an NFT for $50,000. That's the only reason that artist you know is into NFTs. Anybody doesn't like my opinion on NFTs, meet me behind my store and we'll fight on the train tracks. (laughs) I I literally, I've made one NFT and I literally did it as a joke because it's like, this is never going to sell. But if it does, cool, I'll take some idiot's money. You know what I mean? It's like the way I looked at it because like it's stupid. Like they're fucking dumb. And the fact that they're starting to try to make their way into video games and even D&D and things like that. I'm like, get fucked. Get fucked. Dude, Lamborghini is my favorite car manufacturer of all time. They just made the last Lamborghini Aventador. Uh, it's going up for sale on an auction as those those things normally do. Anytime a manufacturer makes like the last Corvette of a of an era or, you know, Lamborghini won't make Aventadors again. They'll have another flagship car that'll take its space. But Lamborghini's like, oh, the last Aventador going up for auction with a one of one NFT. And I think I commented on Lamborghini's post and was like, wow, you made me not want to try to buy the last Lamborghini Aventador ever made. Not that I can fucking afford it, but even if I could, I wouldn't on fucking principle. Personally, I'm not going to pay $20 million for the last car when I can buy the second to last car for 200,000. I think if you do that, you're a fucking idiot. But like we've said before on this show, it's a running theme. People are fucking stupid. Yes, they are. Especially people with lots of money, apparently. I'd say I've always wanted a Lamborghini Diablo. I probably wouldn't fit in the motherfucker, but they're sweet. Dude, Uh, I'm 6'4". I'm down to 265 now. Um, I sat in a Ferrari F430, which is my favorite was my favorite Ferrari at the time, the F430 convertible. I literally sat in it and the crossbar for the top of the windshield was like right about where my eyebrows were. Like I was fucking Fred Flintstone in it out of the top of the car. And I'm like, dude, it hurt my feelings so bad. Cause I'm like, man, I love these cars at that moment. I couldn't quite afford that one, but I could have afforded something, you know, a little bit older, a little bit cheaper. And like, I'm like, that sinking revelation that I'm never, even if I can afford this, I can't fucking drive it. Yeah. That just fucking just broke my heart while I was at that dealership. But the hard tops have more headspace. So maybe when one day I'll have money, all that shit, like that shit was going down in value, but it's kind of got to the point where like the Ferrari 355s, the 360s, the 430s, all the like late 80s to early 2000s models. They were going down, 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 like hundred grand, eighty grand, you know, like obtainable prices, and they've yeah. hit that peak, that bottom, and now they're going back up. And with COVID, they fucking rocketed back up. So I don't think I'll ever own any of that shit anyways. So I feel you there, man. I feel you there. I feel that way about guitars, and the guitars I look at are like two grand, so I can imagine wanting a Ferrari. <laughs> oh yeah. Like all I want in life is to own a Lamborghini and the cheapest Lamborghinis now are $150,000 for a 20 year old model. So yeah. But anyways, is there any industries that you hope go away and never come back? Um, I don't know. I know I can think that I, w- I wish the music industry could have a reboot. Yeah. I just, can see that. Just start over. You know what I mean? Like, cause it's become so fucked up and political and corrupt. It's just stupid. Um, I, I can't think of any exact industries. I can tell you something that I do hope eventually goes away because I mean, while in theory, some of it works 
I don't think everything needs it. And that is gritty reboots, sir. Oh, yeah. Why? When Okay, and what sparked this is Fresh Prince. Whenever you were a kid, or even now, when you watch yep. back and you watch an episode of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, do you just think, damn, I really wish this was an unfunny drama? No. No! Nobody fucking I thinks have, that. I have zero interest in the new show. Jen has watched it. She claims it's really good. I was like, I don't fucking care. If they change the name of it, they change the name of all the characters, Maybe it'd be something I'd be into, but based on principle, it's not a fucking gritty drama about like drug addicts and shit. It was supposed to be funny. It was supposed to be funny and it was supposed to make you feel things. And I just have no interest in this fucking new show. Yeah. It's like uh, I've heard Riverdale is super, super good, but like it's fucking Archie. Exactly. How do you gritty reboot Archie? And I guess they, they've successfully done it. Like I said, it's Apparently a critically so. acclaimed show. But I just yeah. can't. I don't know. I just don't think everything needs a fucking gritty reboot. Like, why not just, if you're going to bring it back, just bring it back. And I maybe they're trying to be like, well, if we bring it back as a sitcom, it will be compared to the original. Then yeah. don't do it. If you don't want it to be compared to the original, then why why yep. do a remake? Like, you know, it just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Yep. Now, one gritty reboot series that I will say is has been good, but it's a slippery slope, is Batman movies. Because if you think every time Batman's been rebooted, it's been a little bit darker and a little bit grittier. But you got to be careful because this last movie was really fucking dark. And if you keep going on this path, eventually it's going to come out and it's just going to be Batman anally raping the Joker for four and a half hours. <laughs> I, like you got you got to draw the line somewhere on gritty. But see, Batman's a little different because there's been different iterations in the comics. So yeah. like you have campy '60s Batman, like Adam West style. But oh, then yeah. you've also got the Dark Knight series, you know. And yep. now I think they're doing like Batman Noir almost style esque. So like, uh, yeah. And eventually they could do the Flashpoint, where instead of and spoilers for a comic that's super old, uh, instead of Bruce Wayne's parents dying, Bruce Wayne got killed. And his dad yeah. ends up becoming Batman, and he fucking kills he people. Was a fucking monster! Yeah, <laughs> he had, literally had a sword, and he was fucking chopping people down in the streets and fucking shooting them with guns and stuff. Yeah. It was amazing. Exactly. So it's like that. Like that could be a thing, but like that's already got a basis. You know what I'm saying? Whereas Archie, oh, yeah. as far as I remember in the comics, never had a you know serial killers or anything like that in in the little comic strip. <laughs> No, there was uh, one of my favorites was Archie versus Predator. That was pretty fun. But it was even then was like Archie and the gang overtaking the Predator through campiness. It yeah, wasn't exactly. dark and gritty. Like they accidentally dropped now, a trash can on his head. And they're like, oh, what do we do? Yeah. Now, one of the coolest uh, Batman like gritty stories I could tell you, it's in Batman Black and White that has come out sometime in the last 10 years. I can't tell you when. But it was Batman Black and White was a mini series of comics where it was like mini stories in the comics. One of them was like Joker had done something, you know, typical Joker killed a bunch of people. Batman's got him apprehended in the Batmobile. And he's like, you're never going to change. Nothing's ever going to change. I'm so tired of you hurting people. And so Batman like pulls up in front of the police station and Joker's like, Oh, you're going to put me in jail. I'm just going to break out again. And he's like, no, pulls a gun out and shoots the Joker, gets out of the Batmobile and turns himself in for murder. And like, that's the whole story of it. And I'm like, that was the fucking one of the coolest stories I've ever read yeah, in Batman. That like he's literally just awesome. like, I'm done with this shit. Bam. 
like turns himself in Made because he's a murderer. To solve but, it. Yeah. Exactly. That's intense, bro. Yeah, that's that oh, would yeah. make a cool that would make a cool story. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a really cool DC uh, Batman story. I hope one day to be a famous enough writer to pitch it to DC and they actually take it. But it's a Wild West story where actually the Cobblepots, which is Penguin for anyone who doesn't know, his family owns like not really owns. They kind of run this like mining town out in the West and the Waynes come in. They're like a big, you know, corporate sort of thing they come in and they want to take over the mining town and it's basically a flop uh where bruce wayne is the bad guy and oswald cobblepot is the good guy trying to stop him and maybe one day i'll be famous and it'll actually get written into a story but i doubt it because i doubt dc is going to let me turn batman into a bad guy so <laughs> i guess it'll just have to be fan fiction it could it, oh never mind that's marvel i was gonna say it could be a what if but i'm like fuck that's yeah. marvel never mind <laughs> But if DC has an equivalent of what if, maybe a flashpoint or something, you know? Uh, I'm trying to think if they do. I can't think off. I feel like they have something similar, but it's not. I, it escapes me at the moment. I'd say uh, my brain don't work so good. One of my favorite comics that I own, and it's around here somewhere, unless uh, my friend Brandy still has it. Um, I, I, it's a uh, Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. Oh yeah, that was great. It's fucking hilarious because oh, yeah. at the at the end of the comic, he just ends up. He's like in the writer's room for marvel and he just kills them too <laughs> oh yeah that's brilliant um the only other thing oh, I, i'm sorry i have two more things before we get into the community questions i'll try to run through them slightly uh one of them is one thing that i've been noticing lately and what triggered this is steam for the chrono cross remaster oh yeah it's got like i think mostly negative reviews and it's all people just just bitching just bitching oh yeah like this game runs at 30 frames a second blah 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 blah. i'm like dude it's a ps1 game and oh, it's yeah. it's only a remaster it's not a remake you know what i'm saying yeah. like final this final fantasy 7 remake has set a fucking precedent you know what i mean and it's like yeah. not everything is going to achieve that and what people don't understand is they've been working on that shit for like a decade or better so of course it looks amazing you got a studio like square enix taking what is literally their golden goose and dropping a decade worth of talent on it of course it's going to look fucking amazing yeah yeah and and the thing with chrono cross is the the frame rate is fixable if you know what you're doing on pc you know go into your nvidia control panel set it to set uh at 60 frames a second in that and then it's going to lock it at 60 frames no matter what so like there's ways around it but people don't want to do that they just say oh game doesn't work review bad yep even though the game runs fine they're just if they and, and ah. there are people saying that it runs smoother on a playstation one emulator and i'm like yeah probably an emulator load that motherfucker up on a ps1 and tell me how yep. it runs it's like yeah that emulator you're running they put all kinds of software in there to smooth that shit out and make it better than it was yeah. yeah, dude, I had a girl come in the store today and she was talking about it. She's like, oh, yeah, I love Chrono Cross. She's like, you know, I uh, she's like, I saw they're doing the reboot. I saw a bunch of people are shitting on it, but fuck them. Let me have my serotonin. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I've never played the game, but I always heard so much about the, the soundtrack. And I'm a big music oh, head, yeah. as everyone who knows me knows. So like, I'm really looking forward to playing through it. You know what I mean? And I don't have that nostalgia where i played chrono trigger as a kid and then chrono cross came out so i'm expecting the sequel to chrono trigger and all that i played chrono trigger as an adult and i know that the the ties between those two games are very loose so i'm not going to go into it with that 
seething hatred for this isn't exactly what I wanted type thing. Yep. Like, I just don't get it, man. And people it, it, who have never programmed a video game their entire lives going, well, I could have made this better. So like you couldn't even have made this much less made it better. Yeah. And that, and that just brings me to like bandwagoning and review bombing stuff. It, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. Even positive bandwagons are dumb. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I've never hopped on a bandwagon before. It it happens to the best of us. But like, example, when No Man's Sky came out, oh yeah, it just became the cool thing to shit on that game. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It when Cyberpunk, it was the cool thing to shit on Cyberpunk. Yep. People shit on Nickelback. It's the cool thing to shit on Nickelback. Now, while I was I talking don't, about that earlier today, actually, I'm like, dude, Nickelback, Imagine Dragons. What's it? vampire weekend or whatever it is oh, like all it. these bands that people love to shit on now it's like there's a reason they were top bands in their time it's like all of you motherfuckers shitting on them listen to this shit religiously when it came out it's like but no now it's really cool to say nickelback fucking sucks it's like dude i guarantee you own their cds when they came out like and- i fucking listen to them like I don't listen to them that much anymore, but I'll still turn a song on every now and then or like hear it on the radio and be like, oh yeah, I remember this. My thing with Nickelback was they picked their most radio friendly songs to play on the radio. Of course. Like, so you got songs like Photograph and Rockstar and stuff like that, which were all like these poppy ballad type songs. Oh yeah. And people judge Nickelback off those and I don't blame them for it because that's what got played. But Nickelback's yep. got a few. I tell everyone this. I'm not a huge fan of them anymore. You know what I mean? I really not. Like, a lot of their newer stuff is not that good. But the albums that I owned, I never listened to the shit that was on the radio. Like, some of the album yeah. cuts were heavy and they were good oh, and they had good riffs and stuff in them. But people would never know that because they hear Photograph or they hear Rockstar or whatever yeah. else on the fucking that Spider Man song. <laughs> What was the song? I can't remember the title of it, but the whole premise of the song was the dude was like on a back row with his girlfriend fucking in the car. Yeah. And her dad shows up the fucking uh, bass drum at the start of that song is fucking insanity. It sounds like the drummer has like six feet. It's just like, how the fuck is he doing this so fast? And I, that's when I found out that, uh, there's what there's like a double kick pedal you can buy where it's like it does it twice as fast as you're actually doing it i don't oh, know oh. shit about instruments okay but. so there's okay so you have your standard kick pedal on a drum bass right yeah. and then you have a double pedal which is two hammers and when you hit it with your right foot the right hammer hits and there's a pedal that's attached and it goes like across around your snare drum and then there's another yeah. pedal over there and when you hit it with your left foot it hits the left hammer so that metal drummers that's absolutely every metal right. drummer plays double bass because they get that oh yeah i mean just hitting it hard as shit and fast too i can send you some shit that'll make that look like kindergarten but yeah dude they've got some stuff that rocks you know what i mean but you have to look for it and that's what i try my best not to say as like as a musician i really try not to say that a band sucks i just try to say that they're not for me because I respect um, the fact that they're playing on the radio. They're touring. They're making money. Yep. They're doing something right. It's, yep. just, it's just not my style. Imagine Dragons is a perfect fucking example of that. I am not yep. into that band at all. But yep. they've made way more money than me. So. Oh, yeah. 
And uh, and I'll say like even with Nickelback, I've heard what's his name, Chad Kroger, the singer. I've heard he's a douchebag. Like I remember uh, his girlfriend doing an interview talking about he used to pull his dick out all the time and stuff. Like, and I mean, yeah, he's probably a douchebag. But like you said, they did something right because everybody was listening to him in the early two thousands. They sold millions upon millions of albums. They're famous. They're richer now than. Or they're rich enough to probably not have to do anything now and still have money. One of my favorite so. things recently has been uh, my buddy Willie that I do the, the Steam Machine podcast with. Like certain bands, I'll send him because uh, I know he's into a lot of the music that I am into. Like for instance, I sent him Mudvayne. It's like a song oh, by yeah. Mudvayne, and he was like, "Weren't these guys just like knockoff Slipknot?" And I went, "No, no, no. Listen to it." I was yeah. like, "Listen to the song," and he listens to it, and he comes back to me and he goes, "Holy shit." Dude, these guys are way better than I thought. And then I sent him another song and he goes, have I been fucking sleeping on Mudvayne? I was like, yes, you have. Yep. Because they got lumped into that new metal crew and they absolutely were yep. way better than any of those other bands. No offense to those other bands because I love Slipknot, Corn, all those bands. But oh, yeah. Mudvayne was on another level technically. Well, my thing about it is Slipknot kind of like came out first in that metal genre. So like you said, everybody got put as, oh, they're just trying to be Slipknot. It's like, no, they were all doing the same shit at the same time. Slipknot yep. just got the roll of the dice and got to come out first. Yeah. I remember back in the so, day, there was the big thing was like Slipknot and mushroom head. Cause they both oh, yeah. had a bunch of members and they both wore masks. And like, I guarantee yep. that those bands had no animosity, but yep. it was just all fans. Cause fans are yep. dumb. <laughs> fucking. I mean, if you want to talk about mask and a bunch of members, what about fucking Guar? <laughs> yeah. Fucking Guar. You know, shout out to the, the singer odorous Ungress. He, you know, he passed away. They gave oh, him yeah. a Viking burial, which is the coolest fucking shit. Oh, yeah. Like, they pushed him out in the boat, and they had the archers fire the fucking flame arrows out in the middle of this fucking lake. And stuff. It was nice. the coolest thing. But, yeah, that's illegal here in the States, so I think they did it in Europe, yeah. if I remember right. Or maybe they got a permit. I don't remember exactly what the fuck it was. But I it mean, was like, when, you're, when you're rich and famous, you do whatever the fuck you want to do. You can go up on the stage at the Oscars and slap the shit out of somebody. Yeah, and I mean, plus, Odorous Ungerous beat Jesus in basketball. So there you go. <laughs> Which, if people don't know, there's a Gwar song called "I Beat Jesus in Basketball." Just anyway, <laughs> um, let's do some uh, community questions, man. Go for it. I'm gonna read this one that we have written over here because I don't want to forget that it's there. So I'm gonna go ahead and do it first. So Mike, one Mike Tyson, probably not the Mike Tyson you're thinking of, though. If you had a chance, or maybe it is. Uh, if you had a chance to change your fate, would you? Personally, fuck yeah. Like, I don't think my fate is anything spectacular. I would change it to be like, oh, yeah, I'm the dude who invented fucking Bitcoin or some shit. Like, yeah, (laughs) I want to be fucking rich. Like, no, like, I don't. It's tough for me to say because, like, fate is something abstract, I guess. So I don't know. I have the I'm of the mind that anybody can change their fate at any time. You just have to put in the work for it. You know what I mean? True. Like, because I think fate is different than destiny. Um, destiny is something like if you're destined to do it, like there's that's just what's going to happen, right? That's yeah. that's your destiny. But as far as your fate, fate is what you make it, man. It's like, oh yeah. It, in my opinion, at least, like you know, you can you can make your own fate. You know, in in the uh, the WWE terms, grab the grass brass ring, you know, grab the bull by the horns, goddamn pal. Oh yeah. You know, you get out there and do it. Um, but in the vein that you're saying, if I could change my fate, um, I would alter my future, but not change my past. Uh, um, 
because I think the things that I've been through have made me who I am, even though it's made me like this weird, perverted fucking musician, podcaster guy. Hi, that's me. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change what I've been through. Like as hard as some of it was because I learned lessons from that. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I could, if I could take that and reshape the future with it, that would be nice. But I guess like See, in, uh, in my theory, I can. I just have to work See, at it. I'm on the opposite side of that because I want to change my experiences. I want to see what it feels like to do cocaine off Britney Spears butt cheek. So that's an experience <laughs> I would like to have in my past. But like you said, we're stuck here and now. So I uh, make the best of it. I never snorted any cocaine off anybody, but I did have a girl snort a line of cocaine off my dick one time, and that was interesting. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's another story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah, man. Thank you for the question, Mike. Uh, and then we got some from Jeff. I think we've got uh, a handful from Jeff, so we'll see him sprinkled out throughout. What are your favorite TV shows? Well, I think you know one of them I put down. I can't say it's my favorite TV show anymore, but of course, Tiger King was okay, yeah. <laughs> a huge, huge thing for me. Um, put down Breaking Bad as well, because I think that show was excellently written. I think it was excellently executed. Um, yeah, Breaking Bad was really good. I've never watched the final episode, though. Everything you want out of that kind of crime drama, for lack of a better word, like that's it couldn't have been much better, I think. I know people are going to bitch like, oh, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Dude, that show was was really close. Um, and, of course, I put down, to be fair. To be fair. Letterkenny is one of the best shows on television that you can ever, ever, ever watch. Fuck yeah, bud. Fuck yeah, bud. You saying that makes me know that you're not 10-ply. And if you don't like Letterkenny... Letterkenny why don't you give your balls a tug? Tit, tit, fucker. Um, yeah, man. Letterkenny's definitely on my list. Absolutely. Uh, it's right there with Trailer Park Boys. Like, both oh, yeah. of those shows are just so fucking funny to me. Um, I agree with Breaking Bad. Um, like I said, I, I haven't seen the final episode. Like, I just couldn't make myself watch the final episode for some reason, but I like uh, that show a lot. You should watch it, though, because it was a really good ending to the series at this point i think i want to rewatch the entire show and i might oh, do yeah. that with my parents because one of my other ones is i watched the sopranos again recently i've seen it Same twice here. through now fuck that show's so good oh yeah it is amazing <sighs> like that show paved the way for shows like breaking bad sons of anarchy like those types oh, of yeah. shows um and then like i have two other favorites and these are more of the like people are going to roll their eyes or whatever but it's south park and Family Guy. I know people shit on Family Guy. Like, people don't think Family Guy's funny anymore. They don't think it holds up. Uh, I just, I respectfully disagree. That show makes me laugh my fucking dick off. And it might be because uh, I'm stoned when I'm watching it, but fuck, that show's funny. I'm adding South Park to my list because it is one of my favorite shows ever. I started watching it like in the second season when I was 13 years old, something like that. Um, sneaking like i remember being on a beach trip like a multi-family beach trip and there was a rec room downstairs that had a little tv up in the corner and i remember like sneaking down there and turning south park on and like listening to the door to make sure like if any of the adults come down i could turn it turn it off dude that that show 
molded me in so many ways throughout my life because it's 25 seasons they've done now so most of my life that show has been on the air um that it's yeah it molded me absolutely like a lot of my humor my fucked up humor that people like i'm i'm a very liberal dude but i have some friends who are more liberal than me and i can it always comes out when i make jokes that are south park-esque and oh yeah they don't find them funny <laughs> and i'm just yeah. like oh my bad that probably came off fucked up but i don't mean it that way it's just it's ingrained in me that humor because i just i don't know south park taught me to learn to laugh at everything and that's what i was going to say uh south park and family guy are very influential in my views of comedy and the simple fact that what i call the family guy theory of comedy from the South Park episode of Family, talking about Family Guy with the fucking manatees. <laughs> um, yeah. Either everything is okay to be made fun of or nothing is. Because if, if you're making fun of everything and then all of a sudden you say, oh, we got this one thing we're not going to make fun of, then this thing over here is going to say, well, if you're not going to make fun of that, I don't want you making fun of me either. And then this one over here is going to say, well, I don't want you making fun of me either. And all of a sudden you can't make fun of anything. So yep. it's either everything is okay for pot shots or there's no comedy anymore. 150,000 fucking percent. That is exactly goddamn right. And like we talked about last week, you know, if, if, if like, if I didn't laugh at every fat joke, you know, if I got mad and upset at every fat joke that I heard, I would be a miserable fat fuck. You'd be fucking Eric Cartman. (laughs) Exactly. Fucking exactly. And do you, do you not want to be like Cartman? Learn to laugh. Yep. That's all I got to say. You know what I'm saying? Did you do you remember the South Park episode where Cartman was in anger management and the guy started calling him fat and he was like, No, no, it's not bothering me, it's not bothering me at all. And then like the fucking guy and the therapist the therapist gets a phone call from his wife. This is like there's child pornography on your computer. The cops are here to like Cartman literally like got the guy's like <laughs> wife to kill herself and shit. Like yeah. Oh my god, dude, that episode was so damn funny. If you haven't watched South Park, watch that shit. It's hilarious. Yeah, Cartman. I love that motherfucker. Like if, you, if you're our age, you haven't watched South Park. Congratulations getting out of your coma. It's 2022. There's a lot of weird shit going on. There's a show you should get caught up on called South Park. Yeah, I, I used to be head over heels for a girl who would tell me that she thought South Park was stupid. And I should have known right then that I should have given that up. But <laughs> oh, yeah. that is another story for another day as well. Um. So let's uh, let's see. What is your favorite video game soundtrack? Oh my god, that's hard. So a couple of mine as far as actual soundtracks. Um, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Pretty much all the music in that game were was pretty fucking good. Um, and then I put down the uh, the Sega Genesis Sonic titles. Because all of those have pretty good music. Like, I'm not going to, like, buy it on vinyl and sit back and listen to it. But, yeah, every time I hear it. Like, I was telling a buddy of mine the other day. I was testing a uh, Sega Genesis out. I was like, man, when I put a Genesis game in a console and it doesn't go Sega at the beginning, it kind of pisses me off. Like, I'm a little (laughs) butthurt by it. Yeah. Right? That's like if you put in a PlayStation game and it didn't give you that. all that fucking noise yeah dude it's like come on we need that that's that's ingrained in us and then i have this one game 
It's going to be weird as fuck. I'm going to try to play the audio through my mic, so it'll probably sound like shit. I apologize in advance for that. <laughs> it was a Super Famicom game that got traded into my store, literally called Take the A-Train SV. It is a train simulator game on Super Famicom, but the open the like intro music on the menu was fucking amazing. I may have to try to link it in the group. I was going to say, if you link it, or uh, I'll put it in the show notes as well. Yeah, I'll have to link it. It's literally called Take the A-Train SV, a train sim game who had no reason to be as good as it is. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I've got the video on my phone. I literally just recorded my monitor playing it, and it's just fucking absolutely like no reason to be as good as it is. Um, But yeah, you got anything you could think of? Well, first and foremost, the thing that jumps out to me is every and all Tony Hawk games. Like, oh yeah, Tony uh-huh. Hawk. Like, those are the given. You know what I mean? Um, yep. I really enjoy the Elder Scrolls soundtracks, like the orchestral. Uh, wow, my mind just blanked on what I was trying to think. Uh, just like the way they put it together, the way that it matches the world when you're going around is just beautiful. Oh um, yeah. One that's kind of out of left field, dude. There's a game for Super Nintendo called Waterworld. It's based oh, on that yeah, movie. I heard, I heard great stuff about that. The soundtrack is so fucking good; it's ridiculous. I'll uh, I'll share the map music in the in the Facebook group after the episode's over. It is such a good <laughs> song. I'm gonna send you that video now, so at least you can hear it and tell me if I'm insane or not. Because that music has no reason to be as good as it is. Um. So yeah, is there any other ones you can think of? That's probably going to take a minute to sing because it's like a one minute long video. I mean, I could cheat and say Guitar Hero. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, kind of all on the nose. The skate games, like uh, skateboarding games, have always had really good soundtracks. Like the oh, skate yeah. games had good soundtracks too. Um, oh man, let's try to th- oh oh my god, dude, the Ease games. Oh, uh, see, I never played any of those. And people, the game when you see it, it's YS, that is Ease, and Ease Eight. I'll post this in the group too. Sunshine Coastline. It's the first fucking song that you hear when you get onto the island and the game is like opening up. And it oh, is yeah. the most welcome to your adventure. This is going to be awesome song I've ever heard. I'll post it in the group after we're done recording. It is fan fucking fantastic. And since you get to cheat on one, I'm going to put a cheat answer to and say Lego Jurassic World because when you start it up, it plays the uh, Jurassic Park theme music yeah that's one of the fucking best songs on the planet i want to see how you feel about this yeah dalton figures out how to use the cell phone no my screen stuff here dude that song is the most amazing thing like i'm gonna post it in the group uh wednesday if my brain remembers me remember reminds me to do it um i'm fucking reeking out over here this um okay yeah to me, this sounds more like something you would hear in a beat em up. Yeah, there's like no a reason a train simulator should have that good of a song. But, uh, oh, this is kind of, I don't know if this would be considered a cheat or not, but for the Steam Machine podcast, we played a game called Ultimate Fishing Simulator. Oh, yeah. And that had a built in thing where it was connected to an internet radio thing called Soma FM. Oh, nice. And you could listen to radio stations with no commercials in 
game. It was just internet radio, you know what I mean? And they had an underground 80s station that played 80s music, but it was all like the the stuff you wouldn't hear on the radio, the the B-sides oh, yeah. and the, the that dark, gothy, new wave stuff. And fuck, oh, yeah. it was so good. That was like, that was just a game where like Nate was like, and speaking of Nate, he's going to be coming up here next. Um, Nate was like, man, I really like Sega Bass Fishing Sim, or Sega Bass Fishing, he goes, but I want something less hectic like something that i can just relax and fish in and i was like i have a game called ultimate fishing simulator i think that's exactly what you're looking for so he ends up buying it and it was exactly what he was looking for and then willie gets it too and we ended up uh doing an episode on it, it became one of our funnest fucking episodes <laughs> it's a fishing simulator nice. but yeah speaking of nate shout out to my buddy from the steam machine podcast uh he asked what is your favorite cryptid there's only one right answer to this it's nessie the Loch Ness monster. Uh, okay, I can give you that. I can give you that. Um, I will respectfully disagree. My favorite is the Jersey Devil. Uh, I love it. You got to go to Jersey for that, though. Uh. Listen, motherfucker. <laughs> Listen, there are parts of Jersey that match what people say, but it's yeah. only a, it's only a small part of Jersey. Like the rest of Jersey is like mountains and beautiful. Trust me, I've been in like it's it's fucking it's a wonderful state. People just give it shit because of the industrialized part of like South Jersey. Oh, yeah. But Jersey Devil Man, I I also have like nostalgia for it because there was a PlayStation One game that I played called Jersey Devil, and it was like a platformer where you played as a kid, or maybe you played as the Jersey Devil, or as a kid dressed as the Jersey Devil. I don't remember exactly, but it was tremendous. Oh, yeah. um, and also like given that I love the SCP universe and stuff, like there's all kinds of things that I could technically reference as quote unquote cryptids, but yeah. that is a whole other discussion. SCP stuff. Oh boy. I can talk about I that just, for a whole episode. I just really like the idea that there's a plesiosaur just stuck in a fucking lake in Scotland, just fucking hanging out, swimming, just scaring chilling. fucking drunk Scottish people and shit. <laughs> oh man. Um, let's see. We got a question from Chris. Do you still go to yard sales? No. No. I no. I used to go to them all the time. I have a sword around here somewhere that's now the handle's broken off of it because I used to play warrior and swing it at trees. But uh, I got a sword from a garage sale that was really cool. And I've gotten some cool comics and things over the years. That, uh, like my grandma got me a Genesis one time, but it doesn't have all the cables. But I have the Genesis. <laughs> I just need to order cables and a controller yeah. and a game and I could play it, I'm sure. But uh, no, <laughs> The yard sales around here where I live, unfortunately, are a lot like of old people or Christians getting rid of like old people or Christian things. And it's never oh, any yeah. video games. It's never comic books. It's always like sheets, chairs, lamps, clothes. And so, no, yeah. not really, unfortunately. And then my my thing with it, and I'm going to rant a little bit on it. Um, going to yard sales is not fun anymore because like you said, most of the shit there is garbage that people feel bad throwing away. But anything that would be cool, like video games, comics, swords, whatever, there's a bunch of, to be nice, I'll call them flippers, who have full-time jobs but think it's fun to sell this stuff for a profit. And they get up at 4 a.m. and go hit every yard sale in the area and buy it all up. So, yeah, it's just not, like, gas is $4 a gallon. It's not worth doing that driving anymore. And it's just kind of gotten to where, even conventions and stuff, it's gotten to where it's not fun anymore. Yeah. So and then I you just got, don't go because you you have the, the two situations where like you get the people who don't know what they're selling and it's super cheap yep. 
and then people uh like you said go early and scarf it up or you get the other kind of people who look up online and see the first the first link they see that the game is selling for two hundred dollars so they're trying to sell it for 175 at the garage sale and it's like well you realize that that two hundred dollars is complete in box and you have just the cartridge right there i'm not paying there's also some other crazy person who's like i'm just gonna put it up here for 200 bucks and see what happens and you go to soul listings and it's selling for two dollars yeah yeah, like you said, you have that where, like you said, anything that you actually find anymore is the stuff that people want ridiculous prices for. So, uh, yeah, I just I just avoid that kind of stuff. Now, I'll go to the flea market every now and then, but I don't really hunt for stuff. I just kind of wander around and look at whatever's there. Um, but, yeah, as far as, like, going and hunting for anything or just going to yard sales just to go, it's just not fun anymore. I thought I was going to be fucking rich once because there was this big thing where old Disney VHS tapes in the clamshells were selling, were supposedly selling on eBay for hundreds of thousands of dollars or hundreds and thousands of dollars. Um, and I had some that I would look up and they're selling for like six grand, but then you look and none of them are actually selling for that price. They're just listed yep. at that price. And dude, I have to say, fuck those people who write those articles too. Cause I deal with that shit at my store. It's like, you could have a gold mine in your attic. This, they'll have like an NES and they'll be like, NESs are selling for as much as $25,000. Well, they don't tell you is the one that sold for $25,000 was like some super rare prototype one that, you know, there's only one in existence. Yeah. Whereas that beat up, busted ass, yellow piece of shit plastic box you have in your attic with no cables and no controllers is worth about $10, maybe. Yeah. But they show up. They're like, I got this NES. I was reading an article on Facebook that said it's worth like $25,000. And I'm like, no, it's not. So, yeah, it's I mean, because I have a buddy who owns a comic book store. He deals with the same shit because people say, oh, you know, that box of comics in your attic could be worth a fortune. Guess what? Unless it's been in your attic for the last 80 years, it's not. Yeah. If I- it's shit your kids had when they was they kids in the 90s, it's not worth much. Like, if it's shit that your grandpa had in the 40s, maybe, but even half of that stuff. I mean, comics, I say general rule of thumb, 99.99% of them are worthless. Yep. But that 0.01% is worth a fucking lot of money. That's, so, just, that's just like magic cards. I went through and priced out all yep. my magic cards one day, and most of them are worth about five to eight cents. Some, yep. of, some of the cards that I have are worth about $40. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just, it's yep. highly dependent. Yep. Um, so uh, another question from our good buddy Jeff uh, favorite movie director and I want to say that uh, if you know me this is at no surprise to fucking anybody that my favorite movie director is Kevin Smith I can see that he's the man I, he writes comedy exactly the way that I like because I don't know how to explain it I like his work I like uh I can't think of a Kevin Smith movie I don't like. I even like Jersey Girl. I thought it was a decent movie. Um, I know he gets a lot of shit for that. Um, one of his favorite movies, maybe my favorite of his, you can't fucking watch anymore. Can't buy Blu-rays. Can't buy DVDs. It's not streaming anywhere. It's Red State. Oh. Did you ever watch that movie? Red State was fantastic, bro. It's not on Netflix anymore. Red State anymore. was fucking amazing. No, you can't find it anywhere. 
I'm oh. thinking there was some kind of thing like the Westboro Baptist Church sued him or something because it's like copies of Blu-rays on eBay last I checked were like 60 or 80 bucks. Well, like it's fucking insanity. I'll be that person to say, RMAT, I bet it's on the bay. Oh, it's on the bay for sure. I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, in a more legal way. Yeah, no, I, I it's get hard. You. It's hard to watch. Um, my favorite movie director is Neil Bloomkamp. He is the guy who did uh, District Nine, Chappie, um, Bro, District Elysium. Nine. District, I haven't District seen those Nine other two, and Chappie District are Nine. two of my favorite movies of all time. That movie blew like, my mind the first time I watched it. Oh yeah, and all his movies have a deeper meaning. Like District Nine was a uh, was it apartheid? I think where it's like they're separating all the. The yeah, quote like unquote prawn, like the the shrimp alien people, they're separating them and stuffing them into these little camps. And you know, anytime they do anything wrong, they're getting murdered and stuff like that. Um, Chappie was that's the movie with Deontford in it, isn't it? With who? Isn't Deontford in that? Uh, the two South African rapper people. Oh yeah, Deontford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yolandi Visser and Ninja. Yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, I love them too. Like, dude, they're one of my most underrated bands to me like i love their music um yeah they're in it it's like uh it's about sentience and artificial intelligence because basically the story is there's a police force of these like military robots that are going in like hostage like dangerous situations in place of people well the guy who created them they're all artificial intelligence the guy who created them wanted to see if he could actually make one into a conscious being and he does but as he happens to do that, he gets like kidnapped by these South African like uh, dealers or whatever they are. And then the whole story is like watching this robot with sentience evolve and grow as an actual living being. Do the movie. Watch it. It is fucking amazing. Like it's graphically phenomenal to where like there are parts you can't tell that there's CG being used. Like you're like, is this an actual like fucking robot they made for this movie? <laughs> Dude, it's so, okay. like, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. So yeah, definitely check out Chappie. Um, Elysium was good. It was the one with Matt Damon. It was about class, like separation of class where all the poor people were living on earth and all the rich people were living in like this cloud city or whatever. And, uh, like, so, like, all the medicine, all the resources and shit are going to the, the rich people, naturally. Um, I need to look it up because I know I'm getting my references really fucked up here. <laughs> but, yeah, like, all his movies have a a deeper meaning to them, I guess I'd say. He had a horror movie come out recently. I haven't seen it, but I haven't heard great things about it either, so. I always try to take reviews with a grain of salt. Yeah. Well, I mean, as far as people I know that have watched it. Oh, okay. Um, have said, you know, it wasn't that great, but I'm still going to watch it anyways eventually because he's my favorite. He's my favorite. Yeah. I mean, I heard that about Yoga Hosers, and I ended up watching that. It was the Kevin Smith movie. I watched that, <laughs> yeah. and that that was absolutely like he even describes it. Like, this is a movie for teenage girls, and I watched yeah, it, and, and I was like, this is absolutely a movie for teenage girls. It wasn't a bad movie. <laughs> it's um, funny, though. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad either. Um, yeah. Tusk was fucking insanity. Tusk is awesome. Tusk? <laughs> Tusk, like Johnny Depp should have won an Oscar for the role he played in Tusk. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, he killed it in that movie. Guy Lapointe. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's what, a French Canadian uh, murder investigator or something? 
to just fucking yeah. that's he, like he stole that movie uh that's like tom cruise in tropic thunder like i didn't realize that was tom cruise until the credits like his character uh he's the dude who's like in charge of the movie He's the one that's like, I need you to just calm down. I need you to take two steps back and literally fuck your own face. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yep. great. Good stuff. Uh, did you find what you were looking for? No, I didn't. No. Uh, okay. eh, it's not that important. We'll move yeah. on to the next one. I will one. move on to the next question, sir. Uh, the next question is from Santos. And it was, if you were to make a video game about yourself, what would it be and how would you play? So... For anyone who doesn't know me personally, I've been a, I've had a lot of anger lately, a lot of frustration with life. So I feel like my say. video game currently would be just a beat 'em up, but just like in in the regular world, I'm just walking down the street, just beating the shit out of everybody. You know, there's bosses that are like grannies with walkers and shit. And yeah, basically, I'm gonna be the bad guy, and I'm just gonna fucking destroy everything in my path. So, um, that or like the Overlord Four starring Jeremy <laughs> more or less. That or either just like the most depressing version of The Sims ever. Uh, you know, it's funny. We have friends used to talk about creating a game that was a combination of The Sims and Grand Theft Auto, and we our working title was called "Fuck Your Shit." Nice. And you could go to jail. You had to do. You had to actually spend your time, you know, in jail and stuff. Of course, none of us ever made the game, but we definitely talked about it a lot while we were sitting around getting stoned, taking acid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, speaking of, I'm going to go a little off topic here. Speaking of beating the shit out of people, um, I'm sure you know what lucid dreams are. Yep. So for anyone who doesn't know what lucid dreams are, it's dreams where you're still asleep, you're still in the dream, but you're consciously aware you're in a dream. Most people contribute it to like sex dreams or whatever, you know. The only way I've ever had lucid dreams was in confrontational situations. Like some guys like giving me shit and I'm like, oh, snap, I'm in a dream. And then I just go over and just like beat the ever like I grab whatever is within reach and just beat the ever living shit out of him. So I don't know if that's just like a lot of fucking repressed anger over the years or what. But, yeah, I'm just like, oh, shit. This is a dream. Let me go murder this dude. I'm not going to get in trouble I, for it. I have the opposite. I can't throw a punch for shit in dreams. I it's I, like I'm I punching through jello. I can't in like horror like nightmares where fighting back would help me. I have that issue, but yeah, like if it's just like one I can remember offhand cuz I'm terrible at remembering my dreams. I was in a mall for some reason and some dude was like like I told some dude to shut the fuck up or something. He said, like, why don't you fucking make me? And all I remember is walking over to him, like leaning him over the glass railing on the second floor of the mall and just like beating the shit out of him and then just like grabbing his legs and fucking throwing him over the railing. And like, that's God all damn. I remember from it. So yeah, like my dreams yeah. are never quite that violent. My dreams are always like I'm running from something or my, okay. So I, I have a problem with remembering my dreams. Like I always remember my dreams, which is sometimes not great. Um, but they, my dreams always take place in one of four places. It's a hotel, a mall, a theme park, or a big cabin. And usually the theme park, the mall, and the hotel are connected in some way. Like, I can move between them. I don't know how to explain It's oh, the yeah. fucking weird. But I'm serious. Almost every fucking dream I have is in one of those four places. And I don't know how to explain it. I wish I could. It's been like three years now. It, it It's wild. Um... But to go Maybe back you're to, leaving the Matrix. 
Maybe, maybe, or maybe I'm entering the matrix. Maybe. Who the fuck knows? I haven't taken any red or blue pills in a long time. Uh. I haven't taken any pills in a long time. So, um, w- w- if I was going to make a video game and where you, where I played or about me, how would I, what would it be? And how would you play it? I would somehow morph my experiences into RPG quests and I would want it to play like an updated version of oblivion. Um, I, like I, I would say Skyrim, but I liked how oblivion was a little more RPG esque. Um, and I would make it to where a lot of the, landscape is a big beautiful fantasy forest with like bioluminescent mushrooms and fairies and gnomes and things like that like i really want like a fantastical venue to play a game in you know what i'm saying i want bright lights i want those glowing beautiful fantasy look you know what i'm saying like I know people shit on the movie, but Avatar, like those sections where they're in that forest and Avatar and everything glows and it's bio. That is so fucking beautiful that I want a video game that takes place in an, even if it's just a section that I can just go spend hours roaming around in. Like that's what I want. But that's what my game would be is a high fantasy RPG set in a magical forest. That and then the, the sequel is Guitar Hero Dalton. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's always that too. I could do the Guitar Hero <laughs> thing, uh, but no, yeah, and I would I would find a way to like even the the things that I've been through in life that weren't great, uh, work them into quests and stuff to where by the end of it you would have a a good idea without knowing you would have a good idea of me as oh, a yeah. person, whether you realize that or not. Um, all right, we got one from Australia. Good eye, mate. Sorry, Adam, don't beat me up. Uh, Adam asks... He will, he's Australian. I know. <laughs> um, wackiest D&D campaign. So, you want me to go first? Uh, you want me to go first? So, I've never played D&D, not for lack of wanting to. Um, I just have never had time or a proper friend group that's into that kind of stuff. Um but I did come up with an idea for a wacky D&D campaign that I think we talked about earlier. And it's really, really out there. So don't don't <laughs> try to kick my ass, D&D people. But like we talked about it as I kind of went with the Japanese sort of anime manga vibe where uh, so everybody in the party are like schoolboys, high school boys. And there's this one super hot chick that everybody in the class wants. And she like sends out an email to all the guys and is like, I really want to have sex with one of you, but none of the guys dicks work. So the whole D and D campaign is going around trying to figure out how to get your dick to work. So like I explained to Dalton, one of the things is like, Oh, I'm going to sneak in my dad's room and steal his Viagra. Like roll the die. You get a two. So you're like, oh, you manage to swipe the pills and get out of the room before your dad comes in. You take them really quick just to realize that they were your mom's birth control pills. <laughs> I feel like that could be a really fun, fleshed out D&D story if done. I'm not going to say done properly because there's nothing proper about that, but I think it could be fun. Yeah, it, it could work because like instead of HP, you could have pride points. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, taking estrogen or you know i mean birth control instead of you know, oh you take three yeah. pride points like that's that's it's like you're, it's like you're in the grocery store or it's like you finally get a boner 
but you're in the middle of the grocery store and it's packed with people because they're having a half off sale and you're trying to navigate through the grocery store with a boner with nobody seeing it because you're a 17 year old boy and that's the most embarrassing thing ever. <laughs> yeah. And it's like you might, you managed to make it out with only two pride damage. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, you were getting out and right when you went to get out, the old lady pushing the cart in front of you stopped and you bumped into her butt with your boner. And she was like, what was that, Sonny? <laughs> and you just ran away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah R- roll to not die of embarrassment <laughs> um the, the wackiest D story that i've got was a campaign that i was in my buddy george ran and it was like me uh okay so do you remember last week when i was telling the story about the the camp trip yes i don't remember the names i used for them okay uh doesn't doesn't matter call uh, them jim and pam Jim and Pam. All right. Well, so we'll go office for it. Nah, I don't. I don't even give a fuck because I just won't. I won't uh, delegate who is who. So it was me, Wes, uh, this dude named Nick, uh, Chrissy, and Lenny, uh, Leo, Lenny, my buddy from Yonkers. Um, we we were in a campaign, and basically, I had created a bard. And the way that I made this bard, he had like an 18 constitution, a 17 strength, and a 20 charisma. That's a max charisma. Um, and my other stats weren't awesome, but I rolled really, really well making this character. Um, nice. And my 20 charisma plus the uh, some modifier that I had that put me over 20, I think I was at 22, made me the most attractive person in the entire world in nice. the game. Um, which led me to get raped by a wizard who fancied me <laughs> so much that he put hold person on me and then fucked me. <laughs> um, that happened to be twice, by the way, by the same R- wizard. Rape's not funny, by the way. So no, it's really, it's really not. <laughs> but like in the context, it will. It was an, a more yes. innocent joke. But you know what I'm saying. Um, oh, yeah. he, he definitely he had his way with me. I did. I did get to cut this wizard's head off eventually and put it on a pike as uh getting my uh, retribution you know what i mean so i feel like you, it, it, it came full circle fucked it. <laughs> it just <laughs> fucked his corpse head <laughs> um so yeah that happened in that campaign but also in that campaign um so i was really good at convincing people because i had really high uh, persuasion from being a bard and wes was a rogue and he was the best rogue i've ever seen in a fucking D campaign it was insane what we could do and our dm also was very lenient but uh so we went to a bank and i got a meeting with the bank leader to get a loan for a a bar that we we had uh, i had i had opened a bar in the in the game in the in the other uh, town and all right i'm sorry excuse me a tavern it was a tavern it was the crusty barrel and it was a it was a great tavern god damn it um so we go in for the meeting wes sneaks in with me because like i go in i'm like please excuse me sir I'll let me hold the door for you. So I hold his door open and he goes in. Wes is under an invisibility cloak and sneaks in behind the guy. So now we're in here having this meeting and I tell him that I need a certain amount of money with no interest. And the dude's like, Oh, we can't do that. We can't give you no interest, pal. What the hell do you think this is? And, uh, ended up not going the way we wanted. So as he was like getting ready to go call the guards, Wes comes out of invisibility, has a death dart, which is an immediate, death on use and he only has like four of them but he wasted one on this he just nails the dude in the neck with the death dart he drops dead so we take his body Wes uses a rogue's disguise kit 
and dresses up and makes himself look and sound exactly like that guy. We take the guy's body and slide it into a bag of holding. So it's just gone now in this bag, right? And we step out of the room. And Wes, as now as the bank guy, tells everyone working in the bank that there has been a threat made to the bank. But don't worry, everything is under control. And this lovely tavern owner is going to take everyone here. And for the inconvenience on the bank, we are going to pay for everyone to go have drinks at the tavern on us. You all have a great time. So I led everyone back to the bank. Or I'm sorry, back to the tavern. I go downstairs in the tavern. Wes then pulls this chest that we have out of his bag of holding that opens. And through that chest, it opens into the chest that we have in the basement of our tavern. So I go nice. into the tavern, climb through the chest back into the bank, and me and him proceeded to just empty the entire bank vault into his chest while no one was there, right? Nice. So we had millions and millions of gold. We leave from there. We go to this next town. The next town's got a coliseum. And it's got this big, bad motherfucker. And I was like, I'm going to go in there and fight him. I was like, the odds are astronomically against me. I said, bet every single bit of my fucking money on me. So I had like 2 million gold. He bets 2 million gold on me. West bets like 3 or 4 million gold on me. Like a lot of money. I go in there. And because I was uh, Dimebag Darnell Luther King X, the unkillable bard himself, uh, I beat that motherfucker within like three turns and George was just flabbergasted because he had set the odds to like a thousand to one that I was going to lose. And we were the only people who bet on me (laughs) when he rolled. He's like, dude, nobody's betting on you guys in his rolls. So we got so much money that I just crossed out money and we just, whatever we wanted to do for the rest of the campaign, we just knew we had the money for it. (laughs) It was tremendous. Like I fucking loved it to the point that when, I told people, I was like, I want to add a second story onto the tavern. And the guy's like, all right, let me do some paperwork. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be about a thousand gold. I'd be like, here's 5,000 gold. Get it done. I never want to talk to you again. <laughs> yes, sir. And he'd just leave. And then we'd come back and it would just be done. Everything. <laughs> it was fucking tremendous. Nice. I love D&D. It's such a fun fucking game. Yeah, I want to try it. I got to find a group of people that I can actually do that with. Uh, I am trying to piece together slowly but surely a game to do for the steam machine podcast patreon so i will keep you posted nice because that could that could be fun we could do like a little crossover with i could post it on both feeds or something i don't know we'll figure it out um and another question from adam longest game you've ever played and the shortest game you've ever played uh well he did he said uh completed oh okay so i'm gonna go off that one because i far as played probably farming simulator 19 because i've got a shitload of hours into that but far as completed um i probably put down like assassin's creed odyssey and cyberpunk 2077 because both of those i was like in the 70 hour range playing and i beat both of those um you can play them a hell of a lot longer i just kind of played till i got bored with it and stopped yeah um shortest was a game called fractured minds that was on game pass for a while it's a it's supposed to show you kind of what it's like to have anxiety and depression but it's only about 15 minutes long it's a super super short game so that'd be my shortest one what about you uh longest game persona 5 uh when i beat that game i was sitting at i think about 180 hours 190 hours something like that um don't get me wrong about 20 to 30 hours of that is me falling asleep with it on yeah but uh still i loved that game i put a lot of time into it i absolutely adore persona 5 
Um, the shortest video game I've ever completed is a game on Steam. Um, and if you got the Ukraine bundle from, I think it was itch.io had kids in it. There's a game called Kids. I played it on Steam. It's about 10 to 15 minutes long. Uh, after the 15 minutes, I can 100% without a doubt tell you I have absolutely no fucking idea what that game is about, what I was <laughs> doing, or what was going on. But it's definitely something that I think that everyone should experience. I don't know how to explain it, <laughs> but like, if you, I think it's like a dollar or something on Steam. It's not expensive. And it, like I said, if you got it in the bundle, play it, and then please report back in the in the fucking chat or in the group and just let me know because that game is so fucking wild. I can't wait for that to come up on the Steam Machine podcast for like when we just pick a couple short games to play. I am absolutely going to throw oh, kids yeah. in there because it's so weird. Courtney, shout out to you, boo. Um, if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? So I got a couple of things for this. Um, horny Jeremy has always said <laughs> since like teenage years, you know, x-ray vision and visibility, all that like creepy teenage boy stuff. Honestly, though, I think my two would be either. Uh, I always thought telekinesis would be cool. Just being able to move stuff with your mind because yeah. you can do cool shit with that. But you could also be like, oh, the remote's on the other end of the couch and just bring it over to you. Use the force. Or. Or what I I don't know the actual term for it. I put down matter manipulation, like being able to change what things are. Because think about like you could be like, oh, I got this empty water bottle. Let me change this into a bar of gold. I believe that's transmorphing. So possibly so. I don't know if that um, would make you like, a transmogrifier. I know like alchemy kind of does that, but that's a whole different other thing. I don't I don't want to have to do science and shit. I just want to be like, look. Bing, yeah. you know, just twitch my nose like I dream a genie and the shit just happens. I can thank World of Warcraft for teaching me that that's called transmogrification. Um, there we go. <laughs> uh, because you can transmogrify your armor to look like another set of armor, but still have the stats from the one that you're actually wearing. So I just want to cool. turn the bags of garbage I have to take to the dumpster into bags of cash instead. <laughs> that would be fucking fun. That's almost like being a genie. Snap oh, your fingers. Yeah. Uh, or a gin, I guess, would be the uh, the technical term. Uh, yeah. Mine would both be, and this is, I, I'm not just saying this because uh, Courtney asked this question, but like mine would be like flight or teleportation, so I could teleport oh, yeah. to places like Ohio and things like that. You know what I mean? Like, or, you know, teleportation wanna, would be dope. If I want to go visit Europe, I can just snap my fingers and boom, I'm yep. at the top of a castle in Ireland or something, just looking out. Even taking it even smaller than that, being like, oh, I got to go to work. Just click, I'm at work. Like, yeah. I don't have to actually get outside and get in my car and drive there. Yeah, absolutely. I think that those would be cool. Like mine, and flying, dude, just being able to fly up in the air and that would be kind of get where you're going oh. faster and stuff. Like, I don't know. Mine's all about transportation. Uh, but Sorry. I do agree that telekinesis would be sweet. <laughs> And uh, mine, I think mind reading would be more of a curse than a blessing unless you could turn it off. Uh, I think so, yeah. If you if you read minds, I feel like you're going to hear a bunch of shit you don't want to hear about yourself. Goddamn right. It's like going through somebody's phone. You're just going to see shit you don't want to yep. see, dude. Just don't do it. Yep. Um, last question from Jeff. And then I believe this is our last question because um, the yep. last one is a shout-out that you wanted to uh, do. In fact, you want to go, go ahead and give your shout-out? You want to say yeah, I'll that? go ahead and give my shout-out uh, as it was requested from uh, – 
Chris the Mayor Atkinson, part of the Bearded Opinion Podcast. They're guys. They have beards. They give opinions. Go check them out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They can't argue with that. So our final question from Jeff. Favorite breakfast cereal growing up and now? Lucky Charms, then and now. Nice. Always has been, always will be. Um, I used to eat them weird, and I still kind of do it sometimes now. I always wanted the marshmallows, but, you know, of course your mom's like, you're not going to just eat the marshmallows. You got to eat a whole bowl of cereal. So I would pick all the cereal pieces out separate and eat all the cereal first. So I just had like this bowl of marshmallows left to eat, and then I would eat all the marshmallows at once. That's not as weird as you think because I still do that. Um, although, like, when I have my fr- like when I first get the bowl of Lucky Charms, I'll eat like normal bites of it. But once yeah. it gets low enough that I can start separating it, I absolutely start separate because I want those last few bites to just be marshmallow. Because <laughs> nothing's worse than running out of marshmallow before you're at the end of the bowl. Yeah, goddamn, it's the worst. That's the fucking. You're like, I gotta go get some more fucking cereal now. Um, Lucky Charms is my favorite now, with I think Honey Smacks being a close second. Yeah, and those are only there, only there because. My favorite cereal is the kids no longer around. And that was Rice Krispie Treat cereal. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And it was Rice Krispies with little chunks of Rice Krispie Treats in there. And, oh, my fuck. It was the best goddamn cereal in the world. Frosted Rice Krispies comes kind of close, but nowhere near, if if that makes any sense. Like, it was the best. And, like, they brought it back. Reese, like, uh, like I don't know, four or five years ago, and I found it. And I bought like three boxes of it, and it just wasn't the same. And then they brought it back again a couple years ago, but now it's just Rice Krispies with marshmallows. And I'm like, no, that's not, no. that's not anywhere near the same fucking thing. No, it's no. not. Put Rice Krispie the, treats uh, back in there. Is the cinnamon toast crunch still a cereal? Yeah, yeah, it was just little too. pieces of cinnamon toast. They made a, I swear they made a French toast crunch they did. at one point. Yeah, they did. As yeah, I remember that. But yeah, Lucky Charms is always a go-to. Yeah, Lucky Charms is definitely my favorite now. But yeah, no, yeah. Uh, French Toast Crunch, that could be good. But no, seriously, motherfuckers that are listening to this, please, hashtag, bring back Rice Krispie Treat cereal. Thank you. Mar- March on Kellogg. <laughs> yeah, god damn it. I'm going to wring that rooster's fucking neck for some goddamn Rice Krispie <laughs> Treat cereal. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time I choked a chicken. Anyway... Um, <laughs> Won't be the last either. <laughs> do you want to uh, run through our socials and stuff, my good sir, as we wrap yeah, this so thing up? We'll, yeah, we'll do a little bit of uh, a little bit of shameless plugging. Uh, if you would like to email us questions, topics, ask for advice, whatever, it is yet another BS pod at gmail.com. If you would like to join our Facebook group, it is facebook.com backslash groups backslash yet another BS podcast. I apologize. I was up till like 4 a.m. both nights this weekend watching racing and I'm starting to turn into a pumpkin if you can't (laughs) tell. I used all my energy early. We're at like the two hour mark. I'm fading. Yeah. Um, We do have a Twitter for the show now. It is at YabsPod Y-A-B-S-P-O-D or you can look us up individually at just call me Jezza and Super Nerd Dalton. Um, Dalton has made a nice little website for the show with links for all the episodes at yabspod, Y-A-B-S-P-O-D dot wordpress dot com. I think that's all of it. Um, yeah. And I'm going to, uh, whenever I remember to do it, 
I'm gonna add buttons on the website to take us like take you to our Twitter pages, the Facebook group, and things like that. Awesome. So with hopefully by next week, if I if I remember, it'll be an all encompassing place for all of these links. You can just go click a button, it'll take you to where you need to go. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Another another one down. One month down, six episodes yep. deep. Six episodes in. We'll be back next week to get all back up in that ass and the mirrors. For Jeremy, I'm Dalton, and as always, guys, take it easy. <laughs>